And so we go face off hockey show. We found the other suitor. And then we found where Sean Leahy's going to be next. Talk about who got the TV rights and all that other fun stuff. The playoffs are coming. Playoffs! A lot of stuff going on. And, of course, the seeds have been sown for Gordon Bombay to bang your mom. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. I'll never understand why desktops have airplane mode on it. I'm not taking a goddamn tower to the airport with me. You never know. I guess if I want like to do a land party or something. I mean. I mean, sure, it's probably hard to hard to work with, but yeah. you know, if you got the room in your in your carry on, why not? Right? Have you done Have you done that before? I'm trying to think. If you've no. taken an entire uh, I did tower take, with you, I did take the tower to. Uh, we took the tower to um, New Jersey with us. Right, but you drove, so that wasn't as fun. No, I did not get. A, I did get on a plane with a soundboard. Nice. Uh, when we went to um, Denver. We rented, uh, we rented speakers and such, but we definitely flew with the soundboard. Interesting. Well, there we go then. A little bit of the bubbly. Oh uh, yeah, I figured it was a good time to break open bottle number two with a little bit of the bubbly. Do you have an all AEW T-shirt on too? <laughs> I do. I'm going nice. all in. Uh, hey, Face Off Hockey Show is all elite. Face Off Hockey Show is going to be on Turner Sports. Look for that on Patreon. I'm not even joking. I'm more excited about being on TNT than I am on uh, being on ESPN. I think I think we would be better suited for. Let's uh, be honest. For, I'm uh, far more excited for that. TNT. Yes, absolutely. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Johnny P. Anything fun happened with you this week? Uh, what did I do this week? You didn't uh, have any hockey games. You just I didn't. I didn't have any hockey games for the first time in a while. Uh, there was a fire. On Friday, I mean, it was. We knew it was. There was a fire. We we started it. Controlled fire. We started it. Uh, oh, like Billy, like Billy Joel would never fess up to that shit, but we started <laughs> it. Um, so yes, yeah, so I got that happening. I went to Guinness uh, Saturday. Nice. Um, what else? I feel like I had something fun that I did, and I don't know if I. I don't think I can remember it though. Flatman's is really fun, then. Which is bad. Bad news. Um, yeah, I feel like I did something, um, and I just don't. I don't have it in my head. My uh, brain has decided that uh, life is optional currently because it was okay. eighty-six degrees here today. Sure. Uh, so got that going for me. That's a lot of fun. Um, I don't. I think I don't think I did a whole lot this week. 
nice. think I uh, I think I hug out and uh, I didn't do much. I think the, I think I needed a relaxing weekend. Thanks. Yeah, I had an off week last week, and the end of it wasn't whatever. Jen had her surgery. Um, yeah, how's she feeling? Good. She got all the stuff the stuff out. Uh, That's good. Last night or no today? What the hell am I talking about? It happened this afternoon. I took took my lunch break to go get her. Nice. Um. So yeah, then she's feeling fine now. She's she's able to blow her nose at a reasonable pace, so she's happy about that. Yeah, that happens. Other than that, uh, I got a doctor's appointment Friday. I need to get a little bit thinner. I think is a big thing. Um, my 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 weight would be Hall of Fame numbers for batting average. I will tell you that right now. Okay, so, well, that's good. <laughs> you know, that's it's fine. good. It'd be good for the Hall of Fame. Not It'll so get you in the hall. Not so great for yeah. Get me into a morgue too. Hopefully, if I don't take care of it. So we gotta. I'm not at my heaviest, so that's a that's a plus. But that's good. Uh, I did get an EKG and I passed, so I got that going for me too. That's good. That's He's good. like, "Yeah, everything's 100% normal in your EKG." I'm given your size, um, surprised, highly surprised. Uh, then, of course, this doctor being uh, Doctor Pessimistic or Optimistic, that's eh, pessimistic. I ruined the bit. Uh, he's like, not to say that a person of your age who has had a perfect EKG and no history of anything else doesn't have a blockage in their heart. I'm like, you know, listen, man, let me have small victories, bro. <laughs> so I'm going to a different doctor on Friday. Good. Um, yeah. So Get a second opinion. Don't <laughs> tell them about the signature status. Yeah, I know <laughs> that that would ruin the bit. They'd be like, well, I hate to tell you this. Or they could be like, you know what? That's probably the best option for you, given yep. the other fast foods on the market. Could be. You never if, know. If I gave them my hearty star card, then they would start like a drip for me and then get me into surgery quick. Probably. So I might have to back off on the hardies, which that's fine. You know, it's what it is. Um, and I got a new computer that I am trying to install right now. I installed a wireless into it, but it doesn't seem like the uh, the wireless is wanting to be installed into it. So this might have to I might have to get another cat five cable and make it make that happen. But I got a tower. <laughs> I got a tower thing now. So hopefully that can be a streaming computer. Um, 16 gig RAM. Nice. Uh, I think it's. 500 or one terabyte solid state drive. Nice. So that's good stuff. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes and, and what it means for the future of this show. Because we will be on TV. happens when we're on TBS. Right, exactly. When we get that or Turner, TNT. we get that Turner Sports money. Um, I did watch we... the Champions League the last two days because apparently CBS Sports is something I get now. Oh, congratulations! I mean, I wasn't getting it when I first got FiOS this round, but hey. And then it just happened to show showed up. Showed up. Nice. So that's good. Um, yeah, so let's talk about that then. Let's get up on the good foot and do the bad thing. Uh, let's talk about Turner. The hell with it. Turner Sports, the other half of the NHL rights deal. NBC said, no mas. We will not be doing any more of the National Hockey League. We out. We out. The sports network failed. It tanked. And now we're going elsewhere. So Turner Sports in on the seven-year deal, $225 million a year. They will get the Stanley Cup Finals in 2023, 2025, and 2027, as well as all the Winter Classics, half of the wow. playoffs, and 72 games a season, if I'm reading that properly. It's not bad. So, 
Uh, no word on yet of if they're since they do have a lot of stuff, if they're going to get a national game, um, or if it's going to be or what day the national games will be. What channel could be TBS? Could be TNT? Who knows? It could be True TV. But we do know two things. CBS is not in on this deal. As you know, TNT and, and TBS and Turner Sports and CBS, kind of with March Madness, yeah, have a following. They're in bed with each other. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we don't know, or we do know that HBO Max has a part of this deal as well. Oh, yes. We do not know to what, to what extent. We are assuming it's probably Road to the Winter Classic-esque style, maybe more behind-the-scenes stuff. Kind of like your uh, your um, what's the show? Hard knocks, maybe a yeah. hard knocks situation for the NHL. Uh, so we will see what comes of that. Pretty. Good I have move. HBO Max. Do you? I don't think I do. Yeah, I got it uh, for free with my AT and T stuff. Nice. Um, thoughts on Turner? I think uh, personally, I think it's good that we get new new blood in this game. I agree. I think it's good to get somebody new. I don't exactly. Uh, nowhere TNT, TBS going with this. Uh, maybe it's just to break out a little bit more and add some more sports. Um, cause they were, uh, generally just like, a, a basketball, uh, channel for the most part. Uh, I think they did some baseball as well, but, um, not a ton, right? They would often do TNT with, uh, and TBS would often do playoffs and Braves games. Yeah. And they obviously have AEW, so now we can do cross promotion. Sure, absolutely. Like and, you did uh, right there. I'll wrestle the I'll wrestle Marco Stunt. There you go. Yeah. And then he... Jim Ross can talk about my amateur wrestling background. <laughs> and uh It'd be wonderful. And how I was an academic all American and all of that. And then you know, talk about the face off hockey show podcast on what's your... find it on TBS. What's your what's your gimmick name? Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I nice. figured that I'm just, I'm just going to use one of, uh, one of the Patonzo names. Perfect. Like he won't know which one it is anyway. So, uh, just use that. I could cut, I could actually show up each week as a different Patonzo as you uh, and wrestle Marco stunt. That'd be that. See, that's the gimmick right there. Yeah. It's just all Marco. And we stunt, just use the, just which you. Patonzo is it as my intro entrance music. Perfect, and just have like a little upbeat after the intro, and then away we go. <laughs> uh, I, of course, would go into the name. Uh, I would bring Jimmy Chunky Butter to life. You should, and it'd be fantastic. Yeah, you, yeah Jimmy could be my manager. That'd be great. I just cut, have the big, the the awful suit, like a steel Jimmy Hart's gimmick, and have a megaphone. Uh, I mean, Shaq was part of AEW. That was some cross promotion with the NBA. Sure was, buddy. Snoop Dogg was there too. So but we're on TNT. We got to make it happen. Oh yeah. So I mean, I'll get back into wrestling shape. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I'm an idiot. I was using my Calgary WPA code for the. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least you know the Wi-Fi doesn't go this far. <laughs> well, yeah, because I canceled it five years ago. I just re- got it. I have a thing that says in uh, North Dakota internet password. So that's uh, probably why I'm not connecting to this one. I mean, wow. that could be it. You never know. My God. In the internet likes the right password, but that's fine. Fucking hell. That's probably why I didn't do it. See, this is why I need TNT and their TNT fiber optics program. 
Do they have a fiber actors program? I'm, not I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, with that much money. Right. And don't think we're not going to do a Patreon podcast about this either, about how we're getting on the Turner Sports Network. I already put out tweets about it. And then when Leahy gets hired by Turner Sports. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen with uh, that now. Because, you know, our buddy, he's our pal. What's going to Is he going to go to Turner Sports? And can he take us with him? (laughs) Because that would be great. I mean, come on, Sean. Help some brothers out. The Batanzo brothers and me. All right. I am connected to Wi-Fi. When you use, hey, you know what? When, that. You, when you use the right password. Well, I mean, that's a win for security. Good thing. Yeah, well, that's true, too. <laughs> and also <laughs> shitty Canadian range uh, for Wi-Fi. <laughs> we, we can also in, in, uh, inhibit that as well. So there we go. That's great stuff. Um, Yeah. So we got that going for us. Turner Sports, welcome to the uh, to the to the NHL. Welcome to the NHL, brother. We appreciate all you've done for us so far. I was kind of shocked that that Turner threw their hat in the ring, but you know, good for them, I guess. Well, I liked how the uh, I liked how the news came out first. That was like uh, NBC has pulled out of the rest of the uh, NHL coverage. This will be the first time since 2006 or something like that that NBC isn't part of the coverage. Yeah. And then that came out before Turner announcing that they got the rest of the coverage. Um, so it was interesting. It was kind of like, yeah, well, we don't want it anymore. How about that? I find it interesting that the, that ESPN and the uh, and Turner is going to be swapping the Stanley Cup Finals. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, makes so sense. I think this is a good partnership. We'll talk to Lyle a little bit later about what can be done about the Canadian side of things because there's not many... There's two sport networks, and that's it. It's Rogers and it's and it's TSN, and the Rogers deal I think is coming up here soon, and it's been a terrible one since the word go. Um, I for guess Rogers or or for NHL fans. I think for everyone involved, honestly, it hasn't been uh, great. What do you think the legacy of NBC is? Still got, uh, still got a couple months, but what do you think the the legacy is? I think NBC has been fantastic for hockey. Uh, I think their legacy is going to be around the outdoor games. Um, kind of bringing that to life. I think their legacy, yeah, is going to be like the Winter Classic, um, the the outdoor game on the golf course, uh, like the Stadium Series. Like I feel like all the outdoor games are probably like attributed to NBC being like, yeah, let's make that happen. Um, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, NBC obviously still has the Olympics, so it's not like they're totally out of hockey. It's true. Uh, they'll be back for the Winter Olympics in two years, I think, or in one year, actually. It might be next year right now. 2022, yeah. Uh, so that... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with Winter Classics as uh, their legacy. And I think that, uh, I, I think that they did well to move hockey into more of a mainstream type of thing. Uh, even though everybody whined and complained about NBC Sports not being as prevalent as a place like ESPN. Uh, I mean, who really knows what ESPN does with this? Do they stick everything on ESPN Plus? Do they have uh, 
ESPN two. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe we reach a point where that's not really a a big selling point either. Who knows? Uh, True. But yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Winter Classics and the way that they like handled the outdoor games and made that a, a thing. Yeah, I think that they. I mean, you're right. They did do a lot with a little in terms of what they had, uh, given that they just kind of thrown into it. Uh, you know, I think I think for all the flack that NBC gets for creating NBCSN and NBCSN not being in a lot of hotel rooms when people travel. I remember that being the big bugaboo, too, for a lot of people, uh, a lot of sports writers, that NBCSN wasn't in hotel rooms when they were traveling. Right. Um, and I can understand that. That's kind of a that's kind of a garbage deal. But uh, at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah, OK, you know, I understand that. But it grew and grew and NBC stuck with it. I don't think NBC really shunned the NHL either. I think that they yeah. went ahead and, and they put all they could into it, given what they had. And I think they did a good, really good job. All, all around for it, and uh, yeah, it just sucks that they had to eliminate every sporting property they have, essentially, by getting rid of the network. Yeah. I want, I'm trying to think of offhand, like, outside of NASCAR, um, I don't think they have many solid sports properties. They have the, sun, the Sunday night game on NBC, or on uh, for the NFL, but that's about it. Premier League. Premier League, yeah. But even that's kind of moving its way toward Peacock, mostly. Sure. Um, yeah, Premier League, NASCAR, Dale Jr. Download, uh, Mika Boxins. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Monster Jam. Uh, wow. The IMSA 24-hour uh, racing is on uh, NBC Sports a lot. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, they're really uh, they they really kind of turned back into their outdoor life network roots when it comes down to it. (laughs) When you get down to the brass tacks at the end of the day, yeah, they definitely uh, definitely did not. They they went cyclical. Yeah. Beginning to end. So they got that going for them. Yeah. So. Yeah, should be interesting. We should have a fun time. We will see what Turner does, and hopefully, hey, we'll be in that fold as well. I think that that'd be great for us. Uh, I think that could be great for the people, too. So, uh, how about we queue up, queue up some injury news, some injury music, uh-huh. and talk a little bit about that stuff right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face-Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Only four people on the board for the COVID testing. That's Josh Levo of Calgary, Adam Ernie of Detroit, and Jonas Sigenthaler and P.K. Subban of the New Jersey Devils. Subban uh, revealed his positive test as well. So uh, that's the reasoning for that. Uh, Adam Boquist, broken wrist for the Chicago Blackhawks. He's done for the season. Uh, Noah Hannafin had shoulder surgery of the Calgary Flames, <laughs> and he is done for the season. Nick Ellers got a lower body injury. He's being shut down for the rest of the regular season. Ellers having a pretty solid year, and the Jets trying to get going and trying to get past the first round uh, this year and beyond. Uh, Yos, uh, Jakob Silverberg, hip surgery. He's out six to eight months, Oof, so that's not wow. great. Not great for business. Who knows? He probably won't be ready for the next season. Whenever that decides to happen. 
Dylan Larkin being shut down for the season. Captain of the Red Wings has a lower body injury. Zach Bogosian of the uh, Maple Leafs shoulder injury. He's out for four weeks. Alex Ovechkin, lower body injury. Uh, look, didn't look great. Just skating along, untouched, pulls up, and he has been done for the last two games against the Islanders. He's day-to-day, but aren't we all? And Zach Kazian, lower body injury for the Oilers, and he is day-to-day as well. Jonathan Duran announced today he will be taking a leave of absence from the uh, Montreal Canadiens. No further details given, nor should they. It's for personal reasons, and we wish him all the best in whatever that is. He will be put on long-term injury reserve, I do believe. Uh, and Andrew Shaw has retired from hockey at the age of 29 due to concussion symptoms. Yeah. Uh, multi-time Stanley Cup winner with the Blackhawks. I do believe. No, he won one. I'd, I'd say multi. He won multi. I think he, he won two. Multi. He was yeah. part of the last two, I believe, probably. Makes sense. So there's that. Um, he knew well enough what to do. And God bless him for doing that. So he knew what was up. Um... Patreon. We have a Patreon, Johnny. Did you know about that? I did. I did. Yeah, we put a lot of stuff on there. Well, kind of. We're going to put more stuff on there now that we have other people to woo. Kenny woo. Uh, be like Pat and Jeff and Kevin and Matthew and Damon and Mark and Ethan and Trista and Chris and Rob and Sean and Mitch. They contributed to Patreon.com slash Facebook Hockey Show and you can too. $5 gets you some extra shows about how we're going to be on one of these two new rights holders. A uh, dollar will get you the video show uh, with that, and $5 will get the video show as well. Uh, and then $5 also allows you to pick uh, a segment for us. Allows you allows you to be control of the show, uh, kind of, sort of, before we go off the rails. Right. So, Obviously. you know, yeah, it's bound to happen. You guys know that as well. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Uh, all the money you have given to us goes back into the show. So that's something. Helps pay for this computer that I have to the left of me that I set up the Wi-Fi once I figured out what the Wi-Fi password was. Right. Yeah. You just needed to figure out which state the Wi-Fi password was in. What country? Or country. <laughs> yeah, both. Even. <laughs> both. Um, this week, I put put it up super late because I completely whiffed about it. That was my bad. But well, um, you had a lot going on this week. With had a lot all of stuff Black Bear games and... Black Bears games and just impromptu doctor's appointments leading to other doctor's appointments. And then playing four games in five days. Yeah, played four. And I didn't play. Technically didn't play that. Well, well they did. They're they both, did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I could go I, on video video demand and watch that. I couldn't do that. No. I mean, I can't even play four minutes eh, in five I, days, maybe. I, I played in, at, in a younger age, as we all are wont to do as younger people. Play four yeah. games, four games in three days. You oh, usually yeah. have a double upset. Hell, those Labatt tournaments. I don't know why I just pronounced it like that. But those Labatt tournaments had the two games on Saturdays. That's true. And uh, That was mostly to try and not allow people to drink all day, but then they just drank all day. I was going to say, boy, did that fail in the parking lot. <laughs> or back at somebody's place. So, you know. Anyway. Uh, what the... done. Exactly. What the Patreon people picked for us. The value of a tough guy in the modern era. Oh. Because uh, kind of taken off of what Zidane Chara did last night when uh, Matt Martin decided to go rogue and hit Michael Raffle from behind. True. Um, you know, which, under, There was you know, no call at all on that, by the zero way. Zero call, which is hilarious to me. The officiating is amazing. But, I mean, you, you see the, the, the enforcer role being phased out 
by and large, uh, because the speed of the game dictates that, and the way the game progresses dictates that. That's well, you, yeah. You need a guy that can no longer just play for two and a half minutes and drop the gloves and fight people. Like you exactly. actually need to use that roster spot for something. You have to have value now. Um, so I mean, even Zidane Chara, at like 107 years old, decided to fight Matt Martin after that hit. Uh, I think I give him the decisive victory in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you t- you take a look also at the Toronto Maple Leafs and what they're trying to do, and the stories being written about them try- tired of being picked on and stuff like that. So they're showing an edge, showing a different edge. I mean, they 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 load up on on eighty uh, year old Joe Thornton who still has some edge to him, Wade Simmons who I think has a ton of edge to him. Um, I mean, you look around the league. There's a lot of guys who uh, aren't necessarily considered enforcers because they have other attributes to them, but they're big guys that can uh, go around and throw their body weight. I mean, hell, Tom Wilson is a uh-huh. guy who often does that, but sometimes in a, in what people might view a reckless way. Right. You know, yeah. in the eye of the beholder, of course. Well, when you have that much edge, they think they know you. Right. That's true. And then you, yeah. the smoke comes out and the drums. It's great. Yeah. Throw up the devil horns. It's fantastic. It's a sight to behold. We can't talk about that. That's on USA Networks. That's on NBC Universal, Johnny. We're not part of that. Oh, yeah. That's true. We're either a Disney property or a Turner property. We got to figure that out here soon enough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what do you I mean, what, what, what do you think about the tough guy in the modern era that can contribute and stuff like that? I mean, it seems that every team needs one. I mean, it's sad. It, it, I feel like it still has a place like mm-hmm. uh, like. I The one thing that I despise in hockey is when you go after somebody and fight somebody for a like pure clean hit because a player got hurt. Um, I, uh, I do think that the NHL has uh, figured out a way to protect its players enough that they uh, no longer protect themselves, I guess is the way to say that. It almost seems like there are players that don't know how to take a hit anymore. And that's why you see a lot more players getting hurt all the time. That's interesting. I don't know uh, it that way. But, uh, but with that being said, with the hit that Martin threw last night, uh, Raffle being in a uh, heap on the ice, and Zedano Chara was like, all right, cool. I'm going to punch your head a couple times. And I think that, like, having that ability on the ice is still something that the NHL an NHL team needs, but obviously they need to uh, be able to contribute more. I mean, Char is still a serviceable defenseman. He's better than Tom Pody was. Um, you know, yeah, that's I can't, I can't argue that. <laughs> Wilson, Wilson plays on the top line with uh, Daniel Sprung. You know, like superstar Daniel Sprung. That kind of that kind of stuff occurs. Uh, as much as you hate it, like Matt Martin contributes for the Islanders. Yep. I mean, he's a jerk store every once in a while, but everybody says that about Wilson as well. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, and I think you can throw even on the Islanders team, Cal Clutterbuck every now and again. Yeah. Uh, throws a hit here and there and is, is, a, is a daunting force. Uh, Though I will say that that uh, video of uh, I think it was Wilson and Chara picking on J.G. Pajot. Yeah, that was I don't know funny. what that was for, though. I don't know, but Char grabs Pajot's stick, is like holding it, holding it, and then lets it go, and it just drops. Almost like two guys just like 
bullying the young kid. Yeah, and I don't know what that I don't know what that stemmed from. I was already asleep, obviously. Fair enough. Um so yeah, so I don't know what occurred there, but uh just the little snippet that was showed, it definitely looked like like upperclassmen stealing lunch money <laughs> uh, type of thing. It's the cor- it's the corner, it's the uh it's the table near the snack uh, the snack room in the MSJ cafeteria. Yeah. Pretty much. Got any change? Best best nation donation. Oh, Jesus. So yeah, I mean I, I think that the I think the thing is is that you get rid of the goon, you get rid of the tough guy, but now you have to have someone who's serviceable. And I think there's a lot of guys who do that. And and I think I guess maybe I'll throw this off at you. Do you think because there's not many enforcers and the fighting is whatever that people can't discern a tough player, a power forward, a grit, a grit guy uh, who is able to be physical for a dirty player because Tom Wilson gets that thing that, that own us a lot. And it's because, and you know, his stuff is few and far between, but he has reputation precedes him constantly. Yeah. I, I feel like Tom Wilson still puts himself in bad positions, oh, sure. which is why everybody still sees him as a dirty player. Uh, I mean, he's done some dumb shit in his uh, earlier in his career, like hitting people in the head uh, type of thing. Um, however, on the other side of that coin is you have a Brad Marchand who people think now is a scorer and uh, a top line guy who's still a douchebag. And still has that like ability to cross the line in him. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe there's a thin line between uh, dirtbag hockey player and uh, pest. Maybe. Sure. I, I don't even. Yeah, because I, I don't. I don't see Tom Wilson as a pest type of player. I see Marshawn no. as a pest type of player. Um, like a. Like a Sean Avery, Sean Avery with better hands, or Matt Barnaby. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I I think that there are a lot of hockey fans now who don't remember when there was actually real enforcers on these teams. So maybe there is a a gray area uh, between somebody who throws a hit and somebody who's an enforcer. I mean. I, if you asked 25 people what Ovechkin was and gave them four choices, it would probably be split down the middle on all four. Because you could ask if they were, he's a power forward, a scorer, uh, enforcer type person. And just like, you know, like you could have people have different views of him depending upon like him fighting Svechnikov or him hitting so-and-so behind the net, you know, like, or scoring a goal from his office, you know, type of thing. Like, I think Ovechkin may be the weird one in this entire thought process where he does play that tough game, but also scores goals a lot. Um, I'm I'm trying to figure out your math on this, though. 25 people, four options. It'll split down the middle. Yeah, it'll work. (laughs) It'll be fine. I'm just like, wait a minute. No, it'll be fine. Okay. All right. I'll take. Well, one person isn't going to answer, so. Like, what's an Ovechkin, they'll say. Right, yeah, sure. obviously. No, that'd be other, obviously. Yeah, that'd be Todd Butts. <laughs> Can I put him on my fantasy team, he says. <laughs> Which, by the way, so glad I, I beat Ken by a point to get into the playoffs. 
Oh, so nice glad I beat him. And he beat me nine to four that week, but I still had one that one tie, whatever the hell it was, got me into the, the final four. Yeah, I'm in the consolation. Mm. Consolation semis. I had no idea that the playoffs started. Uh, actually, I have to shout out Brian Neal for uh, for letting me know. Hey, you know, there's no playoff settings. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I guess when I, when I messed around with some things, I screwed up uh, the playoff settings. So now we have a four-team playoff, which I think maybe we'll keep the for the next year. We'll see how it goes. Oh, that's good. So, but yeah, I think people are definitely confused about what an enforcer and what a player who is a physical player is nowadays because they haven't seen it in most of their lives. So I can definitely see that. Uh, Mark, do you know what the difference between a physical player and an enforcer is nowadays? Uh... That's a good question. I feel like somebody like Ryan Reeves would be an enforcer and somebody like Tom Wilson would be a physical player. Because Tom Wilson will stand up for his teammates, but that's not his only job. Right. right? And he'll get into fights, but he doesn't get sent out there specifically to fight. Sure. So, yeah, he's physical. I mean, Alex Ovechkin is a physical player. He's not an enforcer. Mm-hmm. Right, Ryan Reeves, I think, is your quintessential enforcer that ha- happens to maybe last, do other though? things. I think he might be one of the last ones, John. You're a little hot, by the way, Mark. Yeah, a little crunchy, a little crunchy, a little high. Any better? Better? Yes. There we Maybe. go. There, there, there we go. There we go. Another uh, cable, or another uh, dial malfunction, apparently. No, yeah, you just a little crunchy roll there with your anime. Um. Yeah, no, I think Ryan Reeves is definitely the last of the enforcers. Not like the the not, not not like the Mohicans, but yeah. But we were just talking about the uh, the Zaneno Chara thing, and uh, what he was in the in the role of a tough guy in the NHL today, the value I guess of a tough guy in the modern era. I mean, I, I'm gonna go all baseball on you for a sec, but you're always looking for you know four or five tool players, right? The the one dimensional players. We already talked about Brad Marchand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one dimensional players have to be really, really good at their one dimension if they're going to make it in the NHL. What about One Direction? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that Liam? This, this Liam is turning from... into a Greg Swaim show quickly. All right, I got a sixth grader here who's been shooting percentages out his mind. I don't know what voice that is. That's like John Thompson. <laughs> Greg, Greg Swain's got that weird Oklahoman voice. God bless him. He's still alive. I hope so. <laughs> Let's go with yes. <laughs> we'll go with yes. I, don't, I, I honestly didn't know uh, what his age was when we started doing that 20 years ago. Greg Swain.com. How about that? Oh, he's got tweets. Oh, so he got tweets. Uh, talking to so many coaches this week about the online video instead of watching in person, and guess what? Less than 20% of kids are getting seen at all. Those who start on elite teams on the main courts, other than that, if you don't start, you may not get seen at all. Greg Swain, 2021. I should follow him just for the... I I feel like that's the same thing that he talked about in like 2005. That's pretty much all. He's got fifty, almost 53,000 followers on the Twitters. And he's not—he's not freaking certified, certified, oh, verified. Either way, good for Greg Swain. He might be certified. Certified pimp? Yeah, why not? Um, and he's starting tournaments, so good for him. 
Uh, all right. You know what? We got some stuff to talk about, but we got to talk about it. Mark, Mark, what do you think about Turner Sports getting uh, hockey for seven years before we move on? Did you guys already discuss the biggest news of all? Which part of the biggest news? That I'm news? wrestling Marco Stern? That eight, yeah, <laughs> Mark, not Marco, Marco Sturm. Sturm. I want that match. Marco stunned <laughs> against Marco Sturm. Let's do this. And then the winner takes can on only Johnny. Do one. Oh, I was gonna. Th- I thought you were gonna say the winner takes on Josh, the Josh that wins the fight. <laughs> Josh, you won the fight. Five year old Josh, eight year old Josh, whoever it was. That guy Stern would be a great wrestler, though. Uh, we briefly mentioned HBO Max, which you willed to in existence many, many decades ago. Yes, and that's what I was gonna bring up. So it's great to see because, and they they specifically mentioned second screen experience in the little press release or whatever, right? They sent out. So this is what. You know, originally I wanted it to be a broadcast team, but that was when you didn't have a second screen experience, right? That was 10 years ago we started talking about this stuff, and second screen experiences were practically non-existent. So now, now what I want to hear on HBO Max is mic'd up players or another broadcast team that talks, like does the, the mid or the intermission interviews, but lets the players speak however they want to speak or keeps the players mic'd up and just make sure that they don't say anything like really outrageous, but let them throw, you know, a a few colorful words out there and don't bleep it out. You know, everybody knows these guys talk this way. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's not a big, and if you're tuning into a hockey game on HBO max, you know, there, so here's, here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that they're just going to put it on HBO max just because it's, you know, okay, here, here's a streaming platform that we can use instead of actually utilizing HBO Max for, you know, distributing R-rated content potentially, right? Because HBO Max has like Sesame Street on it now. So just because it's on HBO doesn't mean it's going to be, you know, to the you to know, the level that we expect from HBO or did expect You know how HBO much I would pay ago. there to get Sesame Street with them cussing? Just put some uh, ODB or or <laughs> Cypress Hill in the background and throw it on. You'll be good. It it'll look it looks like they're rapping. Yeah. Well, didn't they do that with uh, with uh, regulators? With uh, Warren Do- uh, Warren G and Nate Dog. I think they did. Actually, on Sesame Street. Uh, with I well, used they... to do that in college. I'd get really drunk, and at one a.m. we'd play Barney and play Cypress Hill in the background, and it would be hilarious. <laughs> I think someone did a did cuts of Bert and Ernie being Warren G and Nate Dogg, and they did the regular <laughs> song. So. so this that's, so again, ebbing and flowing. So the YouTube videos of people syncing up Sesame Street with music or something, or, or some other cartoon with music, they're great and all, right? You can go find them anywhere. But the best part was we would find a random episode and then start the cypress hill uh i can't remember which one it was insane i I gotta think of what what album it was but uh you know we didn't start with the same song all the time we shuffled the 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 album so you'd get a different experience every time these kids these days and their youtube videos where it's yeah it's it's already planned out it's not the same it's not the same by the way i want to say that greg swaim has almost fifty three thousand followers but his uh boy his interactions were fucking terrible like honestly, he's got like he's got all these followers, and then like maybe two likes on that on a couple posts. It's not great. It's, it's not really connecting. Oh, you do. All right. Uh, speaking about connecting, Mighty Ducks game changer. 
episode five. Okay. All right. The seeds have been sown, gentlemen. Oof. The seeds have been sown for Gordon Bombay trying to bang your mom. Wait, so he... Oh, the there's going to be another Bombay coming. <laughs> no, he, did, he, he didn't, he didn't plant seeds. his seed. Oh, he okay. didn't plant the seed. The seeds are sown for a future relationship. Got it. Um, all right. So Bombay beginning right off the hop. Ask Alex Gomor girl to uh, to to go to a wild game under the guise of inspiration for coaching in the future to see how the pros play. Not a date at all. Nothing smart. at all. And it's smart. Yeah. As he's trying as Gordon Bombay is trying to hook it up. Here comes this dude coming in. Uh, just is it Basil McRae? Close. Basil McRae. <laughs> Should have been Basil McRae. <laughs> Throwing up hey, devil Bombay, horns. Hey, you remember me? Right. <laughs> uh, wait, wait till I tell you the preview. And of then next Basil McRae steals the girl. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, we, here comes this another guy. This guy used to be the best in, in Pee Wee. <laughs> and now look at this. Bro, just wait. Um, uh, it seems like a dude comes through the other opposing team's tunnel. With his uh, his uh, with the metal horns up, uh, and of course it's Edge. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> no, it's not. Sorry, it's not Edge. It's Dude. Evan's dad. Rob shows up. Oh, and Rob's looking on, and Evan's just being a hot dog, trying to impress his dad. And Gilmore Girl's not impressed by it because she's like, Rob's always t- tabbed as the cool parent, but then I have to clean up afterwards. They went camping. He got you know he got points for being the cool dad, but then I had to. Uh, deal with Evan and Calamine lotion because he got poison sumac. Like, all right, I don't know if sumac grows in Minnesota area, but we'll roll with it. Uh, so uh, Rob's a musician, so he's turned the Midwest circuit, the bar scenes. You know how it is, the grind. Yeah, he's like forty-five years old, still in that grind. I Gosh, can relate. No. Yeah. Uh, Rob wants Evan to go to his gig at the bar, uh, but Alex is like, it's a school night. Uh, I don't want to take him there. He's got homework and stuff to do. And Rob's like, we well, already told him he can go. And she's like, you dumbass. And Bombay's like, I'll take him. Let's do this. We'll have a dude's night. And it's a dude's night out of the bar. Side <laughs> story. Side, side story. Right, which is perfectly okay to have a kid in the bar in uh, Minnesota. It's, yeah, it's, it's Minnesota, dude. You can drink at like 10. That's true. Um, so side story, Lauren, the, the LARPer girl, she loses her cape in her bag. It's a cape uh, that she wore. Uh, she, she, uh, but, but Maya, the popular girl from New York City, finds it. And the backstory to that is she has a cape. Uh, because her dad got it for her um, when, when she had scoliosis and had to wear a back brace. It was used to hide the back brace and made her feel invincible, and she can't go outside without it. Maya connected with her saying, yeah, people made fun of me because I had a New York accent here in Minnesota. And I'm just thinking to myself, wait a minute, Minnesota has a re- weird accent as it is anyway. That's fine. Uh, then they do a TikTok with the hip dances and transitions. It was great. It was really <laughs> packed with kids. so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Gordon Bombay then takes Evan home, uh, takes Evan to the show in his beater of a truck. One of the doors doesn't open. It's got a hockey stick jamming the, uh, jamming yeah. the glove <laughs> compartment closed. It's I, bet you, I bet you it broke on through to the other side. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we got that. It's really there to just stop the loads and loads of condoms he has in his glove. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> spilling out. Yeah. Uh, so they go to the bar. Used, all used. Uh, uh, Rob talks about his time touring on the bus, and Bombay relates to him about all the hotels and stuff uh, that they were on the north uh, in the Midwest because, yeah, Bombay was a minor league hockey player, so they connect on that. And then what happens? You guessed it wing competition between the dad and the new dad. Bombay is the new dad, by the way. It's okay. gonna happen. <laughs> I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so by the time a wing Alex... eating competition, is this, is this what we're 
We're, we're me, in on. It's going to be great, baby. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's so not Basil McRae. Keith no, shows up. It's uh, it gets to it gets to four uh, forty-two wings, and then Alice calls because they're supposed to be home at nine. And oops, it's midnight. Um. <laughs> so uh, Gordon Bombay walks out the kid because Rob wants no part of it because he knows how much uh, of a of a meanie Alice can get. Uh-huh. Uh, and then and then Rob's like, hey, you know. Uh, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm glad that uh, you you did that for me. Here's a thing that you can do. Here's a move you can do if you want to get back into her good graces. If you want to, uh, uh, and Bombay's like, oh no, it's not like that. It's not romantic. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's just yeah, friendship. yeah, we're, we're not mm-hmm. like that. And then yeah. Bombay this, goes. This uh, is when he gets his second DUI. Uh, and Bo- um, Bombay goes. Uh, but what's that move though? What did you do when she yeah, got yeah. mad? Yeah. So. Uh, uh, Evan got hyped because Rob said he's going to go to his game. Alex is like, yeah, I don't know if he'll show up or anything like that. Uh, and then that storyline goes back to the Maya and Lauren storyline. All right. So uh-huh. the ducks, the other ducks find the TikTok account and then there's a TikTok that didn't have Lauren in it. And then Lauren wonders why. And Nick knows why, but he's scared. He doesn't want to get in the middle of confrontation. Uh, then Lauren confronts Maya about it. Maya says he's tr- she's trying to protect her. Lauren says, you're, you're just ashamed of me. How dare you? And walked away. Then Stephanie calls out Alex for liking Bombay. Stephanie is the boss. She sits on an exercise ball at work. She's quirky. Yeah. Uh, then Bombay apologized with the stuffed animal. Huh? Oh. Gave it to Alex and said, hey, I want to make up to you. Then Alex goes talk to the the uh, the the uh, the little uh, the the hot chocolate girl and says, this is the same. This is the same thing that Rob did. I just attracted the same guy. And I'm, then she walks into Bombay's office, plants the stuffed animal down, and says, I'm canceling the wild game. Like, well, like the entire game, he says? No, I'm just not going with you. Okay, cool. She's making the game stop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then next thing you know, uh, Maya comes over, tries to talk to Lauren and her cosplay group, and then Lauren takes her away because Lauren's embarrassed to her. And Maya says, you're just as bad as me. Oh man, oh, yeah. it's all falling apart. It's yeah. great, yeah. Uh, Bombay and and Rob are at the bar. They're having a few drinks before things. They go to the Don't Bother's game because man, you gotta get fucking liquored up. <laughs> it's yeah. just like Dead Eye back in the day. You, Sounds like it. <laughs> gotta get just, there's somebody banging right. a hockey stick on a it's on like, a, it's, it's on like my the, uh, aluminum uh, uh, bleachers. What was uh remember uh, Jeopardy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Yeah. Um. But it's like my buddy Vern, who goes to the, uh, the Mike's Beach, Beach Bash at the Carousel Hotel. They have a, a USA hockey sanctioned tournament there. He'd get liquored up and go to the Carousel Hotel and watch the kids on ice and start yelling at them. My like, God, <laughs> ah, it's like our parents used to do. Anyway, sidebar on that. Uh, so, so Rob gets a call from his manager. He's like, man, we got a gig in Madison, but I got to get to the airport. You know, big gig in Madison. He's like, man, Madison could lead to Milwaukee, can lead to all other places. I'm like, <laughs> Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Yeah. Um. So Bombay's like, Bombay's like, but you got the game. Rob's like, yeah, but it's a college gig, man. I gotta go. Uh. He's like, I got, I can make it up to Evan, but I don't want to tell him. Bombay, you tell him. He's like, all right, cool. And and Rob's like, yeah, I gotta get an Uber though. But Bombay's like, nah, I'll take you there. Uh. So the beginning of the game starts. Rob's not there. Evan looks up. He's looking around. He's getting pissed. The in-game podcast is back, so thank God for that. That's good. That's good. Uh, as Evan's looking in the stands, the they're playing the Hawks, who have a new color scheme, by the way. It's fucking orange and blue. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, okay. So so as the opening draw happens, Evan gets mad. He gets slashed in the ankle or slashed in the shin pads by the Hawk guy, and just gives him a two hand across the face. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's what I would do. So wow. 
So did Evan, you break a stick? I hope I hope that they that they showed the stick like no, splintering, even though it's not wood. I was gonna say that'd been weird. Yeah. It is a <laughs> point, you know. uh, then motion. Evans Evans trying too much to compensate on the ice, thinking his dad's gonna show up when he gets a thing, and then you know, don't bothers go down for nothing. So uh-huh. Bombay's driving him. We go back to that scene. He's driving him. Uh, uh, tells Rob, he's like, man, my dad passed away, and then I missed the I missed the goal in the state championship. But that didn't matter because my dad wasn't there. Uh, and then Rob's like, yeah, no, that's, you know, whatever. You got to make that turn that you missed the turn. All right, cool. But if you turn right, all right, you missed that turn too. Um, and then Rob's, uh, trying to leave to the gig and it doesn't happen. Uh, you know, he goes, he couldn't the open the door. Exactly. Yeah, the truck, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. See, yeah. foreshadowing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Because of the hockey stick. Yeah. 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 Um, so they go to the game. Rob tries to get up, but he sits in Bombay, sits him down. He's like there. But but then Evan sees him. Fucking kid turns it on. Uh, don't bother. They're down for nothing. Evan turns on the game, gets five goals. They win oh. the game at the last second. Um, this includes the double helix set play that they have. But Maya and Lauren are the big ones on that. They're freaking they're the top tier on this one. And they're mad at each other. They don't want to do it. And Nick's like, listen. You guys can set yourself apart on Monday. We got to do this for Evan and his dad. They have to have a relationship because plot devices. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. He didn't say it directly, <laughs> but you know what he meant. Yeah, yeah. This is this is basically the this is basically the little giants. Yeah, That's right. Why. They're mixing <laughs> all the movies together now. Johnny, I'm Johnny. <laughs> uh, then Evan gets uh, four goal, uh, five goals in the last five minutes of the game, wins it, and then where you go? Post game, Alex is. Going up to Rob saying, hey, thanks for coming. And he, Rob's on the phone with the manager. I missed my flight. Some weirdo hi- uh, kidnapped me. Took me to an ice rink. Um, and then, she, you know, Alex turns back around and says, you know what? Listen, thanks for doing what you did. Maybe we can go to the wild game. Bombay's mm-hmm. like, maybe oh. I want to take I want to take Evan, though, man. Evan had a great game. You know, we can hang out. Dude's time. So he wants to be the dad now. And Alex right. is like, I think that's cool. End of it. Uh, at school. Maya shows up in a LARPing costume. Lauren shows up like someone who went to Forever 21 or Wet Seal or whatever the kids are wearing these days. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we're not so much different from each other. And it's not so much the fashion as it is the friends we made along the way. So uh, for some reason, they leave their click tables and go sit with the ducks, what they should have done the entire time. Or, or they're not the ducks, the don't bothers. But then as Evan's getting like, he's doing the thing what I did where I would pay somebody to go get me drinks. Um <laughs> See how so fast he, they could get him. Exactly. So he's he's the kid who does that now. And then a mighty a, a mighty ducks kid comes up to him. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, you can't bother me. We won the game, and I got my dad's love and affection back because he saw my five goals." And he's like, "Nah, dog. Coach T was in the stands. He wants to talk to you about the mighty ducks." Ah, oh. ha! Oh. Cliffhanger. As as the mighty ducks invite ca- happens, he looks back, sees the don't bothers. Cut to black and scene preview for next week. Uh-huh. Coach T says, "You know what? We might have an open roster spot for the Ducks. Come to practice." But the big what? thing, you yeah, go ahead. I want to hear the big thing. What happens? Cut to Bombay on the street. Say, "Hey, Bombay!" Bombay looks over. It's Fulton Reed. I'm in construction now. Fulton Reed is a lawyer. What happened? That's a nope. fall from grace. Couple nope. malpractice suits. <laughs> yeah. Things happen. Yeah, yeah. Probably a DUI. Got yeah. disbarred. Uh-huh. When you let a blind guy just go around town beating people up, usually it's bad <laughs> for your business. And or then, good, and then, depending if you're a disability lawyer or that's not. That's true. And then fucking, here we go, into the pizza place that looks suspiciously like where he banged Charlie's mom. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> he walks in the door. He's like, hey. It's a cafe. Uh, what, he was the waitress the behind the counter. Yeah, they whatever, have continue. so many places in Minneapolis they can buy. <laughs> it's true. It's probably the same place. And he goes, he goes, he's like, where can I find District 5? And then you see Adam, ba- everyone turn around. You see Adam Banks in the background just give the double guns like, this guy. And we got the Ducks next episode, boys. Go. The original ducks are coming back. Mark, your question about yeah, the... Yeah, so wait, uh, we, I mean, we know that there's an opening on the ducks because that girl, the exactly. girl that was on the team... Which, by the way, zero mention of her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> I think her parents killed her. <laughs> wow. wow. All because of a slap shot competition. Yeah. My Yeesh. goodness. Yeah, yeah. All right, so seeds are planted. Maybe... Quickly. Maybe Adam Banks is going to tell Bombay how to bang this kid's mom. I don't know. Uh, you know, I just, you miss how many you, shots I'm, you don't take. What was it? I'm, I'm ready to, it's the other way. I just want yeah. to see him like eating cake the next time. we, The first time we see him on the uh, screen. Uh, sadly, they're at a pizza place. And I thought it was Bobby Lee, but it's actually Kenny Wu. I'm like, well, I'm the racist now. Uh, <laughs> now. Yeah, right. Exactly. So here you go. Uh, there you go, oh, Mighty Ducks episode five. Good Lyle. timing, Lyle. Yeah, you... Lyle Richardson comes on as we end. I, I know that Lyle's all about that spoiler-free life, so I'm glad yeah. that he, he came in before uh, or after, I should say, we were done talking about the new Mighty Ducks episode. Indeed. Oh, what did I miss that? Oh. <laughs> Lyle, I'll send you the audio file. Don't worry. Um, uh, but Lyle, it's get, it's getting spicy. Gordon Bombay is going to bang another single mom, so let's be on the lookout, man. Uh, it, it's TVPG too, by the way. I want to say that the all these episodes are TVPG, <laughs> so you never know what's going to happen. Could have a nip slip. Who's to say? Listen, th- listen, <laughs> listen. I haven't I haven't watched a single damn one of these. Yeah. But yet, I along with the rest of you guys called it when we said that this was going to be Gordon Gone Bombay is going to bang somebody's mom. <laughs> we called it right when before, Emilio even before the first back. episode dropped. We called it. Yeah. yeah. When, when they said Emilio Estevez is back, it's like, okay, whose mom's he going to bang? Right. <laughs> exactly. It's in the encyclopedia. Exactly. I want Charlie Sheen to show up and be like, come on, man, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> He takes his face off, and it's Charlie Sheen. There you and go. We've now got that would make sense. Face off combined. Hockey <laughs> references. Hockey show. Nick Cage. Ooh. <laughs> Just think we'll be able to put that all together, that sweet, sweet Turner Sports money we're going to be getting when this show gets mm-hmm. picked up by Turner Sports. Turner Sports, or is this more of should – should we focus more on ABC uh, now because that's a Disney property? I'm not entirely sure what we should – with this gimmick, but you here we got plenty of you, 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 you just take, you just wait for the best bid. Wait for the best yeah, bid. That's it. Yeah, it's the way to go. You know, we haven't sold out. It, it, it's been twenty years, and we haven't sold out. But that definitely wasn't for a lack of trying. Oh Absolutely. God, we tried to sell yeah, out content. Oh yeah, we still are. Are you yeah. kidding me? Jeez, yeah. you know. I mean, we still have time to sell out before our twentieth year, like four more months or three yeah, more months, that, really. That would be the best birthday present for this show. Mm. Yeah. Um, year, year 20, we get signed. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, you got to put in time. Plenty of Nothing but time. Uh, so, Lyle, the, yeah, the Turner money, seven years, 225 mil a year. Mm-hmm. When you look at this deal, and you look at the deal with ESPN and how much in gracious harmony it seems to be. Synchronicity. What, 
what can this lead to the t- upcoming TV deal that's possibly going to happen in Canada when there's only two sports networks and it doesn't <laughs> seem like anybody wants to the, to build a new network? It's a conglomeration of everything. Well, that's that that one's going to be a little bit more interesting. Um, just because we're going to be uh, still kind of post-pandemic. Um, you know, see, see, the NHL got really, really lucky here. You know, they managed to get these deals with ESPN and Turner because, you know, they're, they're being, everybody's being optimistic that the, the sporting landscape will just pick up where it left on and there's going to be a lot of big money to be made and all the fans are going to come rushing back and there's whole new markets and streams to tap into, which for the NHL, unlike, you know, uh, international football, you know, as they saw with their uh, ill-fated European Super League, which I was following closely, guys. Believe me, I was. That last um, but the NHL still has uh, a wellspring of of different uh, of, of different uh, uh, media money that it can mine. You know, there's still plenty of lucrative opportunities to grow to kind of grow the game. Uh, but in Canada, you know, it's it's pretty much grown as much as it's going to grow. Um, you know, I mean, there is more of a push to trying and, and sell it more, you know, to our, to our growing immigrant community and, and, you know, uh, to try and, and, and get immigrants and, and refugees to our country to, you know, kind of buy into the game and, and participate in it. But, uh, I'm not too sure that they're going to be able to, to make as, to, to get as much of a lucrative deal out of Canada as they've been able to get with the, out of the United States. The United States is still a growing market for hockey. In Canada, it is well saturated. Um, that doesn't mean they won't get something. You know, they'll definitely get a big deal. But I don't, huh, I don't know if if TSN's going to be willing because the, right now the thought up thought process up here is is TSN's going to grab it all back. You know, uh, because uh, the Sportsnet one has yeah they got a lot of money out of it, but it it really. No. It's not necessarily the best deal for anyone. No, no, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. I, I, I think, uh, I think at the end of the day, while uh, the NHL was happy to have Sportsnet's money, you know, um, the content stayed I, the same. There was no progress in that content, though. No, there absolutely was not, and there hasn't been over the course of this deal. There really hasn't been. So I, <clears throat> I think they're going to be looking at that move back to TSN. But is the money going to be there? You know. I, I suppose at the end of the day there will be, but yeah, I, I don't know how much more lucrative it can be because, like I said, the the, vein, the the veins for hockey market up up here have been pretty much tapped. So yeah, all right. I figured I figured there's going to be a nice, hopefully a nice split because you got to have. I think you have to have the yin and yang of Bell and uh, Rogers mm. and all of this. So. We'll see how it goes. Uh, some other news bits because we spent 15 minutes on uh, Gordon Bay banging your mom, um, which I think <laughs> should be a game. Five. Episode five. We yeah. uh, next next week the original Ducks return, Lyle, and they're going to give tips on how to bang this kid's mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Charlie's Charlie's mom? Bomb- that's going to be a T-shirt. Gordon Bombay wants to bang your mom. Yeah, I think that, that should be on our our app. Well, we, we should create a <laughs> merchandise store just for that. <laughs> so. Um, face off hockey show. Gordon Bombay is gonna fuck your mom now on TNT. The Gordon Bombay O face. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know the one. Uh, some other news. Uh, NHL All Star Game gonna progress as normal in 2022. Oof. Oof. Who gives a crap? Um, Players won't. 
No. Nope. <laughs> Especially since they're going to be going a month later to go, uh, if things go well, they're going to be going to play in Beijing for the uh, the Olympics. So if you really think they're going to they're going to put out, yeah, well, I mean, they never do put out that much energy in the All-Star game anyway, for the All-Star weekend. But if you thought that they were low energy in the All-Star weekend in the past, oh, boy, howdy, wait until you see them in, in next seasons. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about, oh, no, in, in a time where player, uh, where game management's a thing. Oh, yeah. no, we're getting suspended a game. Whoopty shit. <laughs> um, the, uh, Keith Yandel, second all-time for consecutive games played. He owns that mantle now, only 50-some more before he reaches... Uh, Something um, like that. Yeah. When I broke, well, when I broke it down... Uh, break it down. Uh, for the end of this season, when he starts next season, again, this is assuming that you know, he, he doesn't miss any more games between now and the end of this season. He'll just need 46 games to break Doug Jarvis's record next season. 46 straight games, and the record is his. And I can't wait for Steve Simmons and Rosie D'Amato's hot takes and other hot takes out of uh, the Toronto media for why he's unworthy to break the same to yeah. Doug Jarvis's record. R- remember... Remember when we were all everyone was up in arms about the Panthers about to bench him? Yeah. And and and, and the swell that it did to in order to get him back onto the uh onto the ice and then next thing you know that he's helping this team get to the playoffs too. Well, so, you know, that good. turned out to be a rallying point for the for for the Panthers before the season even started. I I really think that Panthers management and the coaching staff, I think they really misunderstood just how well respected Yandel. I mean, we talked about this, you know, back in back in January when this whole thing was happening. They misunderstood just how much he meant to to the guys in the room, how respected he is. And, you know, like, okay, yes, he wanted to pick up his play, do a better job defensively. Yeah, that was a fair cop, but to threaten to to bench him and break his Iron Man streak, that was that was something that his teammates just rose up as one and said, "No, you won't." You know, we're we're not going to tolerate that. You know, and it actually, I think that turned out to be a terrific rallying point for the team. Because look at them, Jesus, they clinched a playoff spot. Uh, you know, they're jockeying with uh, the Hurricanes and the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning for first place. And that's a race. That's the hotly contested one. His first place in in the in the Discover Central Division, which, by the way, you know, th- those top three teams are fantastic. No, they are. They're fantastic. No, I'm teams. laughing about how you were so perfect in adding that brand to it. Uh-huh. The Discover Central <laughs> no, no, Division. You have that's, to. You have that's, to. That's going to work discover. great when it, we get on Turner Sports. I, I enjoy. Yeah. You yeah. are Not definitely the Kenny in this group. You're the Kenny. Wait, um, he doesn't die every week, right? No, 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 no. Kenny Smith. Oh, okay, good. Listen, I throw that in there because I just love the absurdity of it. My favorite is the Mass Mutual East Division. Just yeah. because it's such a mouthful of consonants, it's just hilarious, you know, what? syllables rather, and consonants, but syllables. Now, if if only it would have still been called the Mass Mutual Metro Division, though, I would have been way, because I like alliteration. Yeah. That mwah, would have been yeah. perfect. Sponsored but, by 3M. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> the 3M Division. <laughs> See the crossover like appeal. Could have had NHL missed a glorious opportunity with that. Yeah. But um, but no, I mean, yeah, I, I you know I want to see Yandel break that record. That's another one of those records that was considered. Oh no, the way too. the game is now, and players get hurt so often. Da da da. And you know what's what's even more interesting is Phil Kessel is right behind Keith Yandel. Yeah, un- he un- is unexpectedly. 
there's nothing unexpected about it at all. Again, Phil well, for Kessel, most people because they forget where Phil Kessel is now. I literally keep forgetting he's in Arizona. Yeah, and playing well. Yes. Playing well, as soon as he stopped there. eating all those hot dogs all That's the time, true. he's it's, hey, much better off. Be, hey, he's got two Stanley Cups to prove it. Eating, going, sneaking out to eat hot dogs on game day <laughs> with kids. So, yeah. You know, again, I, I can't wait for Steve Simmons's hot Steve Simmons's hot takes uh, at the end of uh, Phil Kessel's uh, career. Um, that that will it's just, already written. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. It, he got that adding. written, filed away. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say this: it's amazing how um, it, this was like Andrew Cagliano's one to lose, and then he got suspended for those two games. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, we will I never know. see this happen. And then we're like, wait, Keith Yandel's still playing. Oh yeah. Shit. And Phil Kessel. I mean, it could turn into I'm a race. People beat, breaking yeah. records. Yeah, let it, make it. Let's do it happen more often. Yeah, it's, this this is fantastic. I'm loving it. I think it's great. You know, it, it's great that Patrick Marlowe set the set the all time games played record. I think that's fantastic. I think it'd be great when uh, Keith Yandel breaks uh, Dougie Jarvis's record. You know, sure. so yeah, great. That's good stuff to see, man. Records that were once thought insurmountable. That's 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 a big reason why I'm really really pulling for Ovechkin to break Gretzky's goal scoring record. Because so many of Gretzky's records aren't going to be touched unless the game reverts back to the, to to firewagon hockey style again. Or they like, stop playing indeed. with goalies. One of the two. Yeah, you need goalies yeah. to like wear smaller equip equipment and be awful. <laughs> yeah. Or be a defenseman. There you go. That's true. <laughs> yeah, just everybody just stop playing defensive hockey at all. No, no more blocking shots, and uh, goalies need to wear smaller equipment, and and they must, and they also cannot play the butterfly style. They all have to be stand-up goalies. No, listen, butterfly, that's old. Let me see that tootsie roll. There you go with the the two pads. Anybody, down. come on. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. How about how about that? How about they have to wear one of those big bubble things, and to make saves, they have Ooh. to roll in front of the goal. There you that's go. It. I like it's not thing. it's not quite not where you were going with that, Scotty. No, I, know, I was going but... I was going with sixty nine boys and tootsie yes. roll song. Of course. <laughs> put some frog oh, eyes. Oh, that, put, oh, let me see that tootsie roll. <laughs> put some frog right. eyes on it. <laughs> Is that the same song? I know it's I still the sixty nine boys, but I don't know. If it's <laughs> the same uh, it song. might be different. Might be crossing the streams, but that's fine. Um, some women's hockey news. Two bad stories, and then a good one. God, what song was that? Yeah, I'm gonna look need to up. find that. Look it up. Look it up. Uh, IAA, uh, IIHF uh, outright canceled the Women's World Championship, which is so fucking yeah. stupid. So goddamn stupid. Like you couldn't find, like you couldn't like parlay the Dallas stuff that they're doing with the U18s into a Women's uh, World Championship. Like everything would be already set up. So dumb. All they have to do is change flights. Exactly. Change change the logo on the ice. Voila, you got it. But no, it is Finito Santiago on that, which is shitty. Uh, for everybody involved. Um, even worse, this was brought to my attention by Greg Wyshynski, who has his finger on the pulse of Swiss hockey. Uh, Florence Schelling out as uh, SC Burn general manager after a season. Hmm, after, after the president of the team said, yeah, no, we don't think she's going to be a short-term or long-term fix to our team. Y you're kidding me. Mm. Uh, a, a general manager thrown into a situation where transfers are fucked. Your season is fucked. Yeah. And next thing you know, you know what? I don't think she's good enough for the job. Uh, yeah, you you set her up to fail. Exactly. And 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 you and you're acting like the and this and this sucks. And I hope somebody else picks her up and actually brings her along the right way and not just throw her in a position. Oh my god! Yeah. Right off. That the was top. just that was just that was just tokenism. 
That's all. Yes, See, absolutely. look, we look, we try. We you can hear the almost hear the old boy misogyny just dripping from them. Look, we tried a chicken job for a year. It didn't work. Chicks don't belong in managing hockey. Hey, is the the broad? Did she turn into Don Cherry? <laughs> 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 she, she could have done that. She's from Switzerland. The chicken Swiss over there. I was Swiss chalet great sauce area bar. Actually, to tell you the truth, I think Don Cherry would actually be be supportive of uh, of, a, of a woman general man. You know, yeah. he's been very supportive of women's hockey. Very yeah. Supportive. But the, as it, long it, as they're Canadian, I was going to say it comes at a yeah. crossroads because she's from Europe. Uh-huh. So it's kind of yeah, yeah, that's true. I will I will grant you that he's never been fond of them of them Europeans. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, unless they play the good Canadian way. Mark unless the Atlantic Ocean freezes over, I think we should. <laughs> so uh, it was the big timers that I was thinking of, not wow, the '69 boys. Big timers with a Y. Yeah. Number one stunner. Was it number big, one? Is the, is the Y with bigger timers? <laughs> how, how how about you guess, Lyle? <laughs> Is the Y in big or timers, Lyle? Is the Y in big or the Y Is this the time that Y counts as a vowel? (laughs) Lyle, take a guess. Okay, can I hear them again, please? All right, so it's the the band or the group is called Big Timers. Right. Is the Y in big or is the Y in timers? I'm going to say it's in timers. (laughs) Got it right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go timers as well. Scotty? It's time. Yeah, it's, 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 it's time. Couch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Couch. Uh, by the way, Ilya Kovalchuk champion got the Gangrene Cup. The Gangrene <laughs> Cup, yeah. He put blood in and spit it into the air. Here's Edge and Christian by his side. It's the group. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, no, oh, oh no! Oh, you mean the Gangrel Cup? I thought yeah, it said yeah, the yeah. Gangrene Cup. Oh, no, 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 the Gangrel Cup, and they, they had the, the weird music, and then it's the Gregarian Cup. We know, we the know. The funny thing is, is that Kovalchuk and and Bob Hartley was the coach of that team, yeah. and their logo looks like the Thrashers, uh-huh. the, K, the Thrashers in the KHL, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And in a couple of years, we'll be doing a ha ha fuck you about that team. Yeah. So I so, guess we both about- us. Interesting thing about Bob Hartley, he has now won uh, a major championship. He won a Stanley Cup. He's won a Memorial Cup. He won the Gregarin Cup now for the KHL's biggest one. He also won a championship in the Swiss League. He also won the Calder Cup. There's another one that eludes me, but oh yeah, he also won his junior one as well for his junior team in his in his junior league before winning more. So he's won a boatload at every level. So gotta wonder could he make his way back to the nhl one day well he's not going oh hey hey don't say no remember montreal is limiting itself to bilingual only coaches and general managers as per their owner when all this talky talk has come up about oh we might replace mark bergevin and uh bring in a new coach so we can't they can't they can't go back and 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 hire michelle terrian again there's no third time the charm there so Bob Hartley, maybe. Eh. I, I I will say this: when they brought him back for the Flames, eh, it was okay. Yeah, but third okay. time, maybe two the languages. Maybe though. he needs to come. Hey, he won't is, coach. Can he be them. bilingual in any two languages, or does he have to know two Ooh, specific that's languages? Too. That's a good point too. You've got to be able to parler vous. Okay. Quebec. So he just, since, since he does, he's a shoe in. What kind of odds am I parlaying? Yeah. Vu. Huh. Vu. Oh, okay. What is that? Yeah. Minus one hundred. 
But uh, good news, NWHL's raised their salary cap from 150000 to 300000 so doubling it up and investing in women's hockey. Not as high as it should be, but we're But then if you double it again and divide by two. We're right back at where we're at. You're absolutely uh-huh. right, Johnny. I didn't think about it that way. Right. Uh, and they also halted expansion to Montreal because this going on, mm. uh, not a great thing um, mm. going on. Um, now, gentlemen... I will ask you this. When you think, Lyle, and you're you're a history buff, uh, and you're really buff. Look at you. Look how look at how look at those gains. Um, <laughs> has there been a time in which a hockey team was sued by a bar? Not until uh, a dive bar in uh, Seattle did that to uh, the Kraken, which Lyle, I think is where you're going with this. Lyle, they're, it's called a punk rock bar. Oh, I'm sir. sorry. Please, punk rock bar is just a long-winded term for dive bar. It's it's more eloquent, and it doesn't hurt as many It's people. a dive bar. Well, they're a restaurant and lounge. To be fair, Johnny and I went to a dive bar that wasn't a punk rock bar, and it was I, we true. were pretty sure it was someone's house in Raleigh. It was definitely somebody's <laughs> house in Raleigh. Yeah, like that wasn't that. You wasn't. guys had the best draft stories, man. The funny thing is, actually, so that was that was more. Uh, I mean, it, it obviously you have to take the Dufferin out of it because that's like that's so a whole far chapter. In a, God, like, I wish I had it by that. itself oh. in, in every story. The Dufferin is like above every story. But <laughs> this is the second most scared I've ever been on a draft trip. Was <laughs> in this random person's house. That was apparently a bar in Raleigh. We could not find that place again if we tried, by the way. No, 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 because it got sold to the person next to him and they knocked down a bunch of walls and they just made it like a double. Like, so it was like townhouse. a beer fest situation? Kind of. Oh yeah. It yeah. was insane. So wait, was, was this more or less scary than when we almost got shot at our hotel because had gotten, thankfully the elevator doors closed. First right off, in time. we weren't getting shot. We would have gotten caught up in the melee. Yeah, we weren't getting shot. There were no guns involved. It was a jazz club. Well, I don't know. The elevator door closed. Anything could have happened after that. Oh, true. <laughs> could have been a zoot suit riot. It was wait a jazz to, club. Wait till next yeah. week. Um, I, I don't, I don't think I was actually scared in that situation. I was more shocked that the jazz club led out into a fight. We just got off the weirdest taxi ride. Nothing was shocking us. That's that true. Day. Where was this? Yes, this was that's New it. York, New Jersey. That was okay. another one. That, yeah, that see, that's it. a story. That's a story in and of itself that we don't tell a lot of. God, oh, we well, just, I think we got a few the, minutes. Don't we tell it now? I haven't right, heard this. So one. okay, so for the 20th uh, anniversary, we should just bring people on the show and tell stories. We're going to. I think we're going to. Fourteen hours straight. Do it. Yeah, we should do, do a draft show type thing where it's like a ten-hour show. Sure, that's uh, fine. Our anniversary is actually on a Sunday, so we could do that. I'm just, yeah. I'm just glad that I'm that I shared three drafts with you guys. Anyway, I was there I, for a smidge. You showed us several more afterwards, there, buddy. <laughs> um, so this was New Jersey. Well, I was draft in Montreal and Minnesota. That's true. Um, <laughs> Buffalo too. We had a good time. Well, Buffalo too. Um, but Montreal, Minnesota, definitely because Mark was sure. there. Yeah. Well. Yes. Exactly. That was before Sean Lee. He hated him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So this is 2013. So this is the shortened season. <laughs> The draft okay. was all in one day. Yes, I remember. Um, yeah. So what had happened was we go. The Puck Daddy party was the draft was on a Sunday. The Puck Daddy party was on a f- Saturday, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so we go in. It was in New York City. It was in New remember, York City. Uh, get the rope. 
I don't know what the name of the bar was, but it was like a baseball bar, hockey bar, whatever the hell it was. It's what it is at this point. Exactly. It's like it's like a row home, uh, but a bar. Not not a row home home, but it's a New York bar. It's a thin. Anyway, so yeah. the party there, uh, it happens. It's going through the night. It gets to midnight. We didn't realize that the subway stops at a certain time. Oh. <laughs> going to Newark. Well, yeah, we were... it was the line back to yeah. New Jersey. So, yeah, we were staying in Newark, like a walk away from the arena. Oh, I do remember this trip because this was the one where uh, um, BD brought like a bunch of cigars and we stood out front of the, uh, yes. the bar yes, and yes, yes. cigars at like. 10 30 at night and then it turned into panic because everybody's like um who's going back to nurk yeah and then it's just like the yeah trades the, probably stopped yeah so um yeah so we have to take it's it's us three sean Leahy, and brian metzer of uh of the penguins um who does oh. penguins radio Pe- penguins radio network great guy the mayor hope Pope something. We gotta call him. Yeah, we call him whatever we call him. So we get this because we're all staying in Newark. So next thing we know, we have to get this cab ride from this uh, from this guy who doesn't know what the hell's going on, barely knows New York City, and we have him drive out to freaking Newark. We're literally Um, tracking him on Google Maps. Yeah, we told (laughs) it was. But it was before navigation was a thing, so it was just Google Maps. So you had to like move around as if you were reading an actual map and see if you were going the right direction based on following. That was also beliefs. that was also the draft where we did the draft show via Mark's phone. Yes, because the Wi-Fi was shit, and we right. plugged it into the uh, the t- the TV that was there. Well, yeah, and so the the reason we were able to do that was because Verizon screwed me for some reason on my plan, and I I can't remember why. But I wound up hacking my phone and uh, being able to get unlimited hotspotting from my phone. Um, And that was literally the only reason why we were able to do the draft show that year. So thanks. That was an $80 cab ride back. Yeah. So so while we're going through the tunnel, this guy is freaking out because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He thinks we're just five crazy white guys going to do whatever we do in Newark. Which is, I guess, meth? I'm not sure. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> you go to jazz clubs and start fights. The crazy thing is, is like down, down the street from the hotel we were staying at was... A Radio Shack. No, it, well, no, it was New, <laughs> New Jersey Tech. New Jersey Institute of Technology. There was a good Irish pub that we went before. But there was also a Radio Shack. There was also a Radio Shack. Right. Um, so we get Obviously. we get back to the cab. We just throw money at this guy because we're done with this fucking thing. We we're, we're well, the, out of here. The, yeah, because the pope uh, the pope Brian Messier talks to uh, talks him into the fact that uh, eighty dollars was going to be all we were paying for this cab That's ride. That's true. He's like, we're done. Eighty dollars. We are not going over that, sir. And uh, so we all pull money together and hand him eighty dollars, and we all just start. We like get out of the cab. <laughs> well, so we stopped at Metzger's hotel. And Leahy's hotel, which was different than the hotel that we were staying in. Our hotel was a mile, three quarters of a mile to a mile away. Mm. We're like, that's fine. We can just walk back. We've walked past your hotel. We know exactly where we are. We've been in Newark for all of four hours. We know exactly (laughs) where we are currently. Again, you just look at Google Maps and you got to use the compass. That's how old it was. And and it's two o'clock in the morning at this point. (laughs) So we're going through. And we're walking back, and we we pass this this jazz nightclub, 
and the jazz nightclub's got some great music going on. We're like, this is awesome. I'm sure and, the big timers are playing in this. Yeah, in this probably. Show. probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably. <laughs> and the 69 boys as well. And we uh, we walked by, and then all of a sudden, it, it, it's closing time. And some people were mad about closing time, apparently. And it oh. spilled out into a fight. <laughs> Uh, that made its way into the lobby so, of our hotel. And here's the funny thing, Lyle. The lobby, like, the doors are closed. Like, this is, like, almost, like, revolving door situation. They had a fight through the revolving door. Oh, uh, my God. Walk to the side. Get to get to that area. There's this young kid getting but beat down. But it also down. wasn't close. No. It wasn't, like, next no. door. It was, like, it was like down, it was the, down road the end a of the block. Bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was at the it end was, of the block. It, it wasn't just out. like you spilled in next door because well, it spilled out loud. You know, his dude takes off running, and everybody's following him. <laughs> he goes down the other end of the lobby because this lobby is huge. It's got like a restaurant down the other side. He books it back the other way, trying to deke everybody out. He goes around to the elevator as the doors are closing. This kid's down, and we see some dude's foot about to come down on his head. Oh man! We get up to the sixth floor. Next thing we know, there's police lights everywhere, and we're just trying to. Yeah, yeah. To See, I, I remember it slightly <laughs> differently. I don't remember the 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 uh, boot to foot, the boot to foot, the boot the, the, the boot to head. Uh, I, I don't remember that portion of it. I remember <laughs> him. I remember him getting thrown headfirst into a metal trash can. Yeah, that, that, was, that was next to the that was next to the elevator. Yeah, it was right was next to the elevator. It was one of those situations where me, Scott, and John casually walked into the elevator. Turned around, turned around to, to like push the button as you would, yeah. and as the doors were closing, this kid goes head first into a metal trash can and just goes ding, and the doors <laughs> close. And the three of us look at each other like, "Did that just happen? <laughs> or like, no am one, I no drunk? One, am I that drunk?" Or... Like, you know what? No one's gonna believe this fucking night ever happened for us. <laughs> and the best part about it was that it wasn't even one of those things where we were like pressing the door to like close more quickly it yeah. was just we just, just nonchalantly got yeah. into the elevator like oh nothing's good what the fuck just happened <laughs> so yeah then we were complaining because the fucking police lights were blinding us we're trying to get to some goddamn sleep yeah that was also the draft where johnny brought an entire we had to walk an entire soundboard down to the prudential center and an entire set of luggage like I had a full on like rolling uh rolling luggage bag behind me that held all of our um all of our sound equipment so that we could do show the show from the draft. Yeah. Yeah. And then they put us in the uh in the uh like top level of the press row, mm-hmm. which was effectively like you could have jumped off and needed a fucking like parachute in order to get to the bottom. It was so high and yeah. straight down. Mm. Um, yeah, God. that was also when Mike Dolan got us that kid from uh, from that one HBO show. Oh, I can't remember who that what his hell's name is. Well, it, it certainly wasn't... explains why you guys were so drunk, were so strung out for the, uh, the 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 post draft show that we did after. I just remember you guys were all like really kind of dragged out. Well, that <laughs> see, we did the draft show before the draft because the boys had to leave that mm. Sunday. Yeah, because Mark and I had to drive home. Yeah, they right. drove home after the first round. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, the I had a I had a 7 a.m. flight to Calgary that got postponed because of weather. Uh, it stopped off in Toronto. So I, I was sitting next to Drager and Drager was doing, you know, making eyes at the uh, uh, the uh, flight attendant as he is <laughs> one to do. He's like, listen, 
I'm I'm an insider. Bombay. <laughs> I, I I'm an I'm an insider, and if you play your cards right, you can too. <laughs> Didn't say that, but I'm assuming that's what he was oh, trying yeah. to <laughs> throw down. And then yeah, he used his t- move with the with the uh, stuffed animal. Exactly. The, the all the TSN guys were on that flight home, and here I am just having a. Ugh, it was a great time. It was a great time. <laughs> It's oh one God. of the low-key memories we don't really talk about because it, it happened so fast and people don't usually believe it. Well, that was the bad part was that uh, was that that party, if I remember correctly, too, was like so congested that yeah, the, the bar was he was like, I was I'm literally texting Leahy at the back of the bar mm. to be like, hey, we're in the front of the bar, and he's like, yeah, I'll make it up there. Wow. Yeah, because they like, had a. They had a performance piece at the back of the bar. They had like a stage set up where was it Merrick Wyshynski or was it uh, Wyshynski and Rob Pizzo? I can't remember which it was, but I have no idea. I didn't go back that far. Yeah, no one did. We got we got to. No, we did because we had to go to the pisser and the pisser was way the back there. Yeah, but I decided early on that I didn't like people that much. Um, And I was just going to sit at the table in the front by myself. (laughs) You, You know what we need to do? Uh, for a Patreon show, you need to buy a bar. Well, there's that too. Um, <laughs> what would sorry. you call it? After we get that TNT money, we'll buy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it Face Off Hockey Scotch and more. Um, and and uh, we I have got to a bottle of Face Off Hockey Scotch. By the yeah, way, I'm gonna break right. it out. So yeah. you know that's from Scotland. Yeah, it um, is amazing. It's weird how that happens. <laughs> Uh, we have to we have to rank the bars that we've been to via drafts. I think that we have to talk about rank them. Um, so here's the bad part. What's going to occur is that I only remember the bars that we've been to via drafts in what city they were in. I don't remember <laughs> any bar. Yeah, any right, no, that's zero funny. bar names that I remember. I will I will do that like I will do that legwork for you, Johnny. Mm. You know why I have to do that? Because I have to go back and backtrack where the fuck we were in St. Paul, so I know when I met Jen. So that's when I have to backtrack <laughs> to figure out. Um, when... So you mean met Jen the first time, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, was that at the 2011 draft? Sure was. That was yeah. I I do seem to vaguely remember her actually. From no, the, like I remember the when you met Jen was at the um, offshoot bar. That yes. was out of town. It yeah, wasn't it was, even it was, in Minnesota. No, it was it was just outside St. Paul. It was that a, was the one where I got on the you uh, got on the bar with the that bridal was the one I got party. on the bar with the bridal party because I was the only one short enough to get on the bar and not hit my head on the ceiling. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where we watched the Gold Cup game. It was <laughs> angry. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I made out with a random. It was great times. It was a great fucking time in Minnesota. I would say that. <laughs> Minnesota could be a top draft. So Minnesota was interesting Minnesota because just because drafts we went to. Yeah, it was just interesting because you know there was the arena in St. Paul where the draft was being held, but then all the party stuff we booted it down the highway to Minneapolis, and yeah, that that's that's where and, we had our encounter with Steve Eiserman stealing our waitress. And unless unless we forget, standalone Sears. Stand-alone. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah. We that was also the. Uh, oh my God, it, I'd forgotten. Wasn't about that. that also the? Uh, nope. Hmm. That was Pittsburgh. Yeah. We had the, 
the uh, mall that was next to the hotel that had the little Caesars. Yes, in it. yes that was pissed. I was going to mention that. <laughs> and there was a Comcast building in between. But for some reason, I'm almost certain the Little Caesars was in like a sports authority. It was no, in it was the weirdest K- place. It was in Kmart. It was yeah. in a Kmart. And then That's next to the Kmart was like a uh, uh, was a sports card. A like, sports card. Like, yeah. Or like a Magic the Gathering card store or some shit. Yeah. And there was a jewelry place downstairs. Yeah, the Minnesota draft was the best. Um, yeah. The Pittsburgh draft was a lot of fun. And if only because of... Uh, and I'm sure... I'm sure I told you about this, right? Was that uh, so? Jen wanted to come and surprise Scotty at the Pittsburgh draft, right? And uh, so, so her and uh, so Jen and I worked through Twitter like DMs for mm-hmm. like two weeks to be like where we would be and that type of thing. And she was letting us know like what time she was letting me know what time she got there. And uh, and I was letting her know where we were going to be and this, that and the other thing. And then we get to the bar and we're hanging out. Sean Leahy's bouncing at this bar. Um, no, that, that happened. That happened at the end of the trip. Was that before? I, I, I thought it was during this night. No, because because late that happened on the Saturday night because Jen and I booked it out early. Um, uh, on Saturday night, and then you guys went across town. That's true. And, that was when you left. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so after all of this, this is so the, Pittsburgh was the year after Minnesota. Yes. Um, so yeah, so all of this uh, like double agent type stuff uh, that I had going on, and Jen shows up and it hangs out with Scotty, and I, the rest is history. This was this was uh, she she shows up, plops her stuff on the table, and I'm legitimately surprised because me and Greg Wyshynski were having a heart to heart on whether t- Titanic was a romance movie or an action movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's dead set that it's an action movie, and I can see his ways. So he's wrong, of course, but yeah, he's, you can I can I can I can see it to a point. He's he's on ESPN. We're trying to get there or Turner. We got to. Yeah, no, you're right, Greg. No, Wyshynski's right. Knew, it is. I knew, no, no, I no, no, nine years ahead of time. This. No, you're right. I knew nine he's years right. ahead of time. We film. have to butter this motherfucker up. By it's, the way, I watched his, right. it's, it's, I watched his report on the new Islanders uh, arena. The video cut out before you could say the line, I'm Greg Wyshynski, ESPN. <laughs> it cut out as he said ESP, and I'm like, no, say the end. <laughs> and then everyone looked at me. And it's like, oh, no, not, not, no, not that one. <laughs> and that's why I'm not allowed into the Little Caesars anymore. I have to just pick up. There you go. Especially, um, anyway. especially a Little Caesars that's in, in a sports authority. So I'm going to ask a dumb question, but do you remember <laughs> little the standalone Little Caesars? Or was that a soccer trip? I sent you guys. I definitely sent you guys a picture of a standalone Little Caesars. It like used to be a Pizza Hut, but then it was a Little Caesars. It might have been one of the games I was refereeing soccer, and I had like a standalone like Little Caesars across the street. Well, here's yeah, I think that's it. But you know, the the big the big thing about this is that maybe we can make the Kraken Bar and Grill or the Pack Kraken Bar and Lounge. We're gonna have two options because Mm. the Kraken Bar and Lounge. Has sued the Seattle Kraken ship yes. because <laughs> they're going to open a Kraken themed bar, the Kraken Bar and Grill. And, like, wait a minute, this is way too fucking close mm. uh, to what we have here at the Punk Rock Lounge Kraken uh, Bar and Lounge. So, uh, $3.5 million is the lawsuit. <laughs> um, Good luck uh, with that. The Kraken Bar has been a mainstay in the U District. Throw it up. 
and since 2011. Since 2011. Woo. Since 2011. Listen. The history. The lawsuits list some of the bands that have come through the venue over the years, including Get Dead, Iron Sheik, Bad Cop, Bad Cop. By the way, Iron Sheik spelled C-H-I-C. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh that my is, god. That that is a lovely mix of, of heavy metal and funk right there. Spanish love songs. Pears! All in caps. <laughs> uh Mike Carrera of MXPX. Noise. Uh and the uh, and the Hudson Falcons. It touts positive reviews and press the bar has received throughout the owner's tenure. So uh you know what? How about we make it why can't we have both? Punk exactly. rock seven. Uh, Make it a hot punk rock bars are technically just a couple TVs away from a hockey bar anyway. (laughs) Uh, Folks. So the Kraken have uh, their their Kraken bar and grill is going to be 4,600 square feet that will overlook the rinks uh, at the team's training facility with 17 TVs scattered through the main area and concession stands and plans to be open year round for events such as youth sports when it debuts in the fall. The uh, lawsuit alleges that the restaurant infringes on the U District Bar's trademark protection because those trademarks were inherently distinctive of the Kraken Bar's goods and services because they were used by the Kraken Bar before the team announced a similar name in July 2020. Um, The use of Kraken name in bar and restaurant services, live event, blah, 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 has caused confusion and deception. I don't think it has caused confusion and deception. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. This will be settled out of court. And uh, and TJ Oshie will be there downing a keg stand as uh, <laughs> as Iron Sheik plays a set. Yes, uh, they, play whole, they play their whole seventeen album. Uh, uh, they play a concert of all their seventeen albums in a tight forty five minutes. Iron Sheik, uh, what did we get? Uh, Jump, Brody! I crush you, American skull. Punk, Ooh, freak punk, out! Punk. Ha! You know it, number one. First off, IronSheik.net, uh, your previous your previous least favorite band. First Not off, that. shout out to that name. They're out of Long Island. Oh, what? they have they have yeah, amazing enough. I wonder if Lefty of the Lowriders has played there. I I hope so. Let's see what let's see what some of their songs, uh, some of their songs or EPs include a uh, demo 2008. I got and- it. Are they like blur? I love that one. Okay. Song yeah. two? Yeah, it's great. Um uh 2009, Shitty Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> right. so it's not just a clever team. Okay, I like that right uh, off the top. 20, 2011, their EP Spit and Shit. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm with it. Uh 2017. They did a couple split albums. Uh, 2017, my best friend is a nihilist. Okay, all, all right, right. Mm-hmm. right. Some they're of their songs get into their prog rock period now. Yeah, uh-huh. it, uh, uh, their you can't stay here. Their third album in 2017 <laughs> has a song songs like a headache with pictures, uh, planes, chest pains, and automobiles, <laughs> profane geometry, ruinous calamity, and to shreds you say. I think this is just Johnny's albums. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I want to sue them for getting I sent a lawsuit coming point. on here. Yeah. Like, I feel like they've just listened to the show since 2008. And they're like, <laughs> we're going to take a bunch of this shit. And we're going to make songs. Like, he's never going to do it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> probably... Copyright infringement. Yeah. 
Exactly. I'm going to uh, sue the Iron Sheik. <laughs> I'd stay away from the Iron Sheik. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Sheik the band, not the Iron Sheik. He may be 72, but he can still break you. It's a bullshit. I break his back with my mouth cock. <laughs> but he's not jabroni like Hulk Hogan jabroni. <laughs> I run number one. All right, so uh, we got I find every time I read his Twitter feed, I can just hear his voice when you read it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, we, yeah. can we uh can we get Iron Sheik on the show? That'd be wonderful. I bet he would be available. The band or both. <laughs> Why not have a mashup? Oh, that would be a great. Why don't we get them both at the same time and let them fight it out? I yeah. did it. Face off, hockey scotch bar and grill. <laughs> Iron Sheik with Iron Sheik as the lead singer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Synchronicity. Uh, and, and let's be honest, they're really just singing my songs. Opening, yeah. opening band, Hulk Hogan shitty bass playing. <laughs> I think they're out of Wisconsin. So we might have to pay for travel. Yeah. <laughs> what what, what are the other songs on other albums for Iron Sheik? Because I am in. This could be my new favorite band now. Um, yeah. uh, if first off, their show or their songs on the show. They have a the, their album called uh, Constant Const the Constant One. The first title, the uh, the first track is the end. Okay. Uh, Wolf Dick's Road. Sounds like a pretty brutal murder. <laughs> Truly miserable experience. <laughs> oh, they stole this one. This they definitely stole this one from Dogs Don't Drive. Mark, don't yeah. drive angry. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. Stole that from yeah. us from 2002. Yeah. But they gave it, you know, music and lyrics and actually put it together. Yeah. yeah. But still, the idea was there. Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, so so they have a song in their first album that could get them sued by, uh, I think it's Bob Seger or maybe Seal. Time keeps on slipping into the imparatheticals cosmic future. Uh, Steve Miller. Uh, Steve enough. Miller. That's that's cool. <laughs> what did Seal they, have to do with so, that? Because he sang he sang uh, time kept on slipping. In the, remember? Oh uh, no, no. Steve Miller did that one. I thought it was just kissed by did a rose. Steve, did Seal cover that one? Maybe uh, he did. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long since Seal was a thing. I don't. <laughs> Get a little crazy. Uh, they have another one said uh, called "I Never Said That." That could be the title track for this show. Uh, <laughs> except they, for me, it would be. I don't remember saying that, but I probably did. And they have one they stole from Stan called "Know What I Mean," Jelly Bean. My dad said that a lot during my youth. <laughs> so they just stole. They stole our life. I actually want to have Iron Sheik on the show, and I want them to do our, do our song. I want to ask Chucky if he knows of Iron Sheik. Should you should text them because they are Long Island guys. Um, all right, so that was fun. We got into the U District, and I found a new band. Yeah, I also like pears <laughs> <laughs> because it's all caps, like a Japanese strong style restaurant. Oh. So that's even more funnier because I thought you said bears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that'd be great. Uh, pears band. Yeah, I have to go band, Google. Thank you. I appreciate it. Based on your recent activity. Oh, they're from New Orleans and they're a hardcore band. They have a song called Comfortably Dumb. All right. Uh, okay. That's a good way to keep uh, Pink Floyd from suing. There you Hell go. Yeah. 
Oh, a New Orleans hardcore rock band. Okay. Sounds cool. I mean, it sounds like this bar has so much history I and so many wanted, amazing wanted, bands that have gone through it that their reputation would definitely, definitely, definitely be uh, like scorned by like, having a hockey bar named exactly. close like, close enough to. What this is this is dingy. This is bullshit. Uh, we're supposed to be out here making fun. I don't. Know. Let's be honest. They haven't made three point five million dollars in the fourteen years they've been open. They are going to settle out of court for a million, and they're going to act like it's a victory. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> God, God bless them. bless them. Here, we never want to talk to you again. <laughs> um, but I will look up Iron Sheik after the show, and it'd be a great time for everybody. Lyle, playoff issues might be a possibility due to the border having them some disputes. Tell us about this. <laughs> well, it's very simple. Um, with the uh, you know COVID nineteen going through its third wave uh, up here pick now. Up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Maybe they uh, played. Oh, oh, maybe. Oh, oh. <laughs> wheels of motion. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right, I'm gonna make a bar after this is all done. I'm gonna call it the third wave. <laughs> it's gonna be nothing but fucking ska, and we're gonna have an oxygen bar. <laughs> See, this is the content Turner and a- and or Disney are going to get. We'll split time between the two. Yeah, sure, fine. Yeah, maybe every other year. Oh, we'll be, like oh. Stanley, we'll be opposite of the Stanley Cup final, so they can focus on the Stanley Cup final and not us because we're so goddamn good and hilarious. Exactly. Allow the border go. Yeah, the border go. Uh, yeah, because COVID is raging up here uh, through its third wave, they are shutting down the border, tightening it up. Don't want to be uh, flying, which is also, as this keeps going on, is bad news for any plans that I have about trying to get down, get down to see you guys for oh, the 20th no. anniversary of the fucking show, which just pisses me off. To be fair, off. Lyle, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how many bowling alleys are still open in the yeah, county after this. I think we were just going to party in my backyard. I think this is going to have to be the 20. I think I'm going to have to make it for the 20 plus one. The 21st, we can legally all drink. There we go. Then we're all legal. Yeah, there it is. It's our 21st anniversary. Now we're all legal. And then we'll go ahead and celebrate our second year of the contract with Turner and and ESPN. Exactly. works out, Lyle. As I fly down on Turner's private jet. Yes, you take Tony Khan's jet from AEW. You'll be there with Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, and we'll have a hell of a time. Exactly be a blast Still but anyway uh, so yeah um it, it's looking like uh if 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 uh <laughs> if things haven't uh, been been sorted out here covid wise by the time we get to the uh semi-finals not conference finals kids semi-finals one and only semi-finals no this conference. is what it was like 40 fucking years ago right they yeah, went to the conference like, finals like my, uh, semi-finals much like, much like my uh my organization there is no uh there's no conferences this year yeah it's just semi-finals so it's yeah, just, I mean, so, if but if they do it for one division, they'll they'll have to do it for all the divisions, right? So, so anyway, what what's going to happen is for for uh, the for the Scotia North Division, aka the Canada Division, um, the uh, teams that come out of the team that comes out of there going to the semifinal, uh, they may end up having to play all their games against their American opponent in the United States. No home games. Back in Toronto. Oh, sorry. I mean, in Canada, because it could involve any. Ah, who am I kidding? It's going to so, be fucking Toronto. So there you go. So here's that, the weird part is that I was totally under the assumption that that was going to occur no matter what. 
Oh, of course it was, but it's just it. It just got. It's like I said because uh, right right now in Ontario, like it's a it's a clusterfuck right now. Doug Ford, uh, is really, the premier there, has really screwed this up big time. So it's running rampant through there. We're 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 sending they're sending in doctors and nurses from across the damn country to help them out there. That's how bad like it is right now in Ontario. Yeah, and good. since Ontario, of course, is the center of the universe, and everybody's expecting it's going to be Toronto that's going to get to the semis. If this is still going on in two months' time, which is around the time when the semis will be going on, then. Yeah, could it at that point all their though, home games in the United States? At that point, though, couldn't they just send everybody to Kansas City and like be like, "This is no home for anybody. You're gonna stay here until the See, rest of the it's over." And boom, done. So they don't so, want it, players do not want to go back into the bubble again. Well, they're well, gonna not, have not to mention of, not, not to mention the fact that the fans have just started coming back to arenas within yeah. the last couple of weeks, That's and there's right. absolutely no way the owners of playoff teams are gonna give up four oh, potentially no. four home playoff games just because the one team from Canada can't. Yeah. Can't there's talk of there, there's games. talk that they would do know. a neutral site for the home t- for the home games for the Canadian teams, um, but in terms of the other ones, it's like. Mark's right that the owners are not going to are not going to go with that because, as they said, you're starting to see fans. They're starting to let some fans back in now. Here's a chance to make some revenue, even even a couple of like you said, you know, even uh, four games of playoff revenue. They're not. There's no way they're gonna they're gonna turn that down at this stage. And the players don't want it because those who went through the bubble last year they did not like it. They don't want to go through it again. So that's why, yeah, this whole thing could just all end up staying. It's not to worry anyway, because the Canadian team is going to end up getting kicked and getting bounced in the in the semis anyway, and it's going to be an All-American final regardless. Yeah, I said it. The Canadian teams aren't good enough <laughs> to freaking go to the Stanley Cup final. So there you go. And that includes you, Toronto. That includes uh, you. Lyle, Johnny brings up a very interesting point. Um, even though it's for two series. And I, I understand what you mean, Johnny. And I thought that too. It's like, it's only going to be two series, but at the same time, they're already worn down. I don't think the bubble situation would help them any further. No. Uh, in yeah, that. I, I get that. I, I understand that. I was totally under the assumption that the semifinals and the finals were going to be played at one venue. And yeah. that everybody that was, was going there and that that was the way it was going to be. And that's just the way that they needed to end the se- the season. Like I didn't I, I didn't see the ability to actually have home games and travel back and forth because that just adds time sure. into the entireness of this all. And, it, and time is the one thing that the NHL literally does not have at this point. That's very true. No, but that's uh, now they feel that they do have sufficient time. And it, yeah, it was discussed about if it, you know if if uh, you know the third wave wound up getting out of hand in in certain areas of the United States. That okay, uh, yeah, we may have to go to a centralized location. It's something that you know they've got in their hip pocket because obviously they did it last year. It's something they have as a fallback plan if things take it you know go if things take a turn. But ideally, this is not what they want to do. They want to keep up going just the way they've been going throughout this season. And as I said, if uh, the Canadian, you know, if the Canadian team, whatever the Canadian team is, that gets to the semis, if uh, depending on where they are, if if their situation, COVID situation, hasn't improved, then yeah, they'll be permanently on the road for the rest okay. of the playoffs. Uh, I, I will. I, let me let me throw this out here mm-hmm. as a person of uh, taste, person of uh, good times, wealth and fame, North wealth and fame. 
North Dakota is 46% vaccinated for first dose. North Dakota, 46% vaccinated for first dose. You know, that, uh, that does raise an interesting question. I'm actually dealing with this at my own workplace. So let's say that all of the players voluntarily state between, let's say, both the, the whatever the Canadian team is and whatever team they're going to be playing in the first round of the semis, the coaching staff, the players, hypothetically speaking, all voluntarily say that they've been vaccinated because it's you don't have to answer that question, right? Right. It's protected health information. Johnny would know. Uh-huh. So let's say that that is the case, right? And then, you know, all you, you need to do then is just not have fans in the arena, maybe, right? All the staff, like everyone, hypothetically, everyone involved in game day prep has received the vaccination, which isn't that far-fetched at this point, and especially not two months from now. What would prevent them from chartering a private plane and flying straight to wherever they're going in Canada and then taking a private bus straight to wherever they're going and making it happen? The Canadian it's going, government. It's, it's the going, Canadian government. The government, I think, yeah. essentially. Well, first of all, yeah. If if the travel restrictions are still in place at the Canadian border, it's a moot point. Yep. Okay. There have um, been if have the restrictions made, though. If they? if the travel restrictions have been lifted, then it comes down to the jurisdiction of the province, and it yep. depends on yeah, if the premier of the province where the team. Let's say let's say it's at let's say it's Alberta. Let's say it's Edmonton. If the premier of Alberta is, says we're not comfortable with that, that doesn't happen. Okay. The only reason why the Canadian teams were able to play in their own home cities and travel back and forth was because all the premiers of you know where the, of each team of where the Canadian teams play, which is British Columbia, uh, Alberta, Manitoba, Ontario, and Quebec, all. Went through the the NHL's COVID plan to make sure that it matched up with the plans that they had for their provinces. And then and only then, when the premier signed off on it, were those were those teams allowed to play in their home cities and to travel back and forth to play. So, if as I said in my scenario that I just mentioned, if the Canadian government opens up the border, but say the premier of Alberta is still not is not comfortable say with with allowing air travel into his province. You know, especially for hockey, if he considers it non-essential, then psh, doesn't happen. I'm sorry if if he's a Canadian PM or whatever, and he considers hockey non-essential, uh, this is going to be his last term. And sorry, all, buddy. Also, no, it's not the Canadian <laughs> Prime Minister. It's not the Canadian Prime Minister. I know. It's, I the, know. it's, it's the. It would be the and, and I, of that province. I will. If say he this, considers it saying, non-essential exactly. travel, then it, it doesn't happen. Two things. Uh, a it could be his last term anyway because he's a piece of shit PM. Secondly, <laughs> who? Jason Kenny. So not, oh, no, oh, not the PM. Sorry, whatever premier, the equivalent yeah. of a governor is. Not, yeah, premier. Not PM. Yeah, Jason. Jason Kenny's a shitty premier. Um, from what I've heard from my Alberta people. And, and you're I say not Alberta. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Alberta. Alberta. Um, secondly, so you're, tell, you're telling me that this could be, you know, you're guaranteed a Canadian team in the final four, <laughs> right, in the semis, and. <laughs> They're not going to find a way to, no to kind of loophole this. So they don't, have a, they don't have a game in Canada. They don't right. have a game in Canada. Zero game in Canada. They won't. They, they, if, if, I'll tell you, if, the, if the federal government says the border is closed to non-essential travel, that's it. There will not be any American teams come back. Why do you think the Toronto Blue Jays are play, aren't playing their games in, in, in Toronto? Why do you think the Raptors are playing in, in Tampa? 
Exactly. But remember, those agreements between the, <clears throat> the MLBPA and the NBAPA and their, their organizations were made months ago. Mm-hmm. Months ago, and they yep. have to abide by them. That's We've right. already had this discussion before about the NHL and the NHLPA. That's right. And these agreements were also made with the NHL and the NHLPA months ago. But it's still contingent upon Local the Canadian government. government opening the border and if the premier of the province of the host of that where the if for that Canadian team that's in that 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 playoff in that in that series if they are if they feel that this is something they're comfortable with that it's not going to compromise the covid plan that they have okay so yeah it hypothetically a canadian premier if it's if it's whether it's you know, now do i think a canadian premier would no of course not i don't think he would <laughs> Honestly, I don't think they would, but they could. And that's the difference, because as I said, it took all five of those premiers who who, who, whose provinces that host, you know, Canadian teams, they had to sign off on this. Yep. The the Vancouver Canucks almost had to play uh, in Alberta because of the fact that B.C., their health minister, was not uh, didn't feel right about teams coming in from outside of the province. Exactly. Yeah, I it feel like I'm happen. like the only one who just totally assumed that this entire semifinals and on was going to be in the United <laughs> States no matter what, because nobody was going to have their shit together by the time that they were playing this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm not sure. I'm just saying, here's what I'm saying. It's just go back to me being the only one who thought that the NHL wasn't going to actually play 56 games for every that's team. probably, could possibly. <laughs> um, They're actually going to pull it off, but oh boy. <laughs> it's close. It was close. <laughs> Oh. I will say this. North Dakota is open. We got 46% of people vaccinated. They probably want to go to the arena to have themselves a good time. We got a state-of-the-art facility down here, man. Hey, bring Hey, and if it's the Winnipeg Jets, that would be even better. Oh, that'd be fantastic. And they play the Minnesota the, or the Minnesota Wild. Whoever plays the Minnesota Wild at the Minnesota Wild get that far. Exactly. Who gives yeah. a crap? Just get them down here. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, all right. Is there anything else to talk about, Lyle, that you came off, Ann? Uh, just, uh, I don't know if you guys mentioned, just real quick, uh, Jonathan Drouin of the, the Montreal yes, Canadians. We did uh, Did you guys talk about that earlier? A little bit. We, really. you know, we just said yeah. nothing, um, we just kind of mentioned it. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to, well, first of all, I mean, I just want to say that uh, as a Habs fan, uh, I have been vocal in my displeasure of Drouin's play. But at the same time, you know, we, we tend to forget that, yeah, these guys are millionaires and they're playing, they're living the dream, they're doing what, you know, all of us can only possibly dream of doing. At the end of the day, though, they're still human beings and they still have human issues and human problems that, you know, and sometimes just like just like any of us, you need to take time away to be able to deal with stuff. So we don't know what the situation is. You know, it's just a lot of rumor or whatever, and I'm not going to get into that. All I'm going to say is I just hope that uh, whatever it is he's dealing with, I hope that he gets the the assistance that he needs and the support, obviously, from his teammates and, and from the team and family and what, you know. And hopefully he'll be able to to, to deal with this and, and he'll be able to come back and, and you know, resume his playing career. And, and uh, yeah, I, I wish him the best. Here, here. All right. Um... <laughs> A little. What's this guy's ranking? A little as we get going. Uh, okay. On our way. Uh, uh, we'll we'll do we'll do a round. See how we're feeling after four, and then sure. we'll go from there. Sure. Lyle, go ahead and start us off with a team from an angel '94, which we're gonna guess their ranking. I gotta go 
since I mentioned Winnipeg, I got to go with some vintage classic Winnipeg Jets. Classic Jets, everybody. Jets 1.0 with the Queen in the corner of the arena. Damn straight. Bicycle. All right. Oh, sorry, wrong <laughs> Queen. Yeah, no, wrong Queen. Wrong Queen. <laughs> um. Oh, this guy is a uh, is a uh, former UND alumni. He is a uh, friend of uh, alumnus. Alum alum alumni. Alumnus. Among us, um, he is he is a he is a uh, a, a, a friend of of Jen HL History Girl, uh, Ross Romanek, Ross Romanek, Lyle Ross Romanek. Mm. What was his rating? A, are you surprised he's in the game? Yes, I am. Oh, well, Lyle, it's EA Sports. It's in the game. If it's, it's in the, in game, the it's game. game. It's in the game. I'm he gonna give him game. a forty. I'm gonna give him a forty. Johnny, wow. uh, Ross Romanek has good taste in being Jen HL's history girl's friend. Um, yes. I I do appreciate, by the way, that uh, her name should be Jen HL history girl. I tried to pitch it. She said it's not on brand and you're an idiot. All right, fine. <laughs> well, point. I mean, you and I think a lot alike. So. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> uh, We're just going to be on Turner Sports and ESPN. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. You can give the history of our show. No, just kidding. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him uh, points for having good taste, and I'll give him a 43. 43, Mark. 35. Uh, Johnny's closest, 47. Yeah, 47. Good yeah. taste. Johnny, your turn. Um, I'm gonna go with a team that can't get into the United States, and that will be the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> <laughs> they won't they they won't make it that far even if they did make the playoffs. <laughs> Uh, let's go with something fancy. Mm. Let's go with, uh, with the guy who I think could have been a bass player for Iron Sheik, Rob Ramage. <laughs> oh, Rob yeah, Ramage. Yeah, Rob Johnny? Ramage, definitely from the island. Johnny, Rob Ramage. Uh, I think I saw a video with Rob Ramage. Hey, now, stop it. You're an <laughs> old star. Was, uh, one of the, was one of them a Y, though? Which, <laughs> which one was a y? Where was the Y? Uh, <laughs> the Y chromosome? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob Ramage, I'm going to give a 57. 57? Mark. No jokes about yeah. eating at the Y. Anyway. I'm going to say that he had more penalty minutes than his rating that year, and I'm going to go with 52. Lyle. <sighs> I'm going to go with 47. Mark hitting it in the hole 52. Oh! oh! Wow. Baby. And how many penalty minutes did he have? Should Actually, I look that up? I'm sorry, no, but Rob Ravage's first video was probably hitting it in the hole. That's true. <laughs> That's true. This is based on the 93 season, correct? Since it's. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Okay, look it up. Now you get uh, the team next to That was on dial up, I think. Right? We all were. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The 92 93 season, Rob Ramage. Wait a minute. Not once does this say that he played for. Oh, did somebody choose Montreal or Toronto? Is that why? Okay. Yeah. Okay. To Montreal. Okay. So, yeah, he only had eight penalty minutes because he only played like eight games. Yeah. Okay. Fair. It was definitely a tail end of his career. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what is your uh, pick for this round? I'm going to go Philadelphia. Philly. Motown Philly back again. Do a little, a little East Coast line. Uh, 
Oh, we, wait, just kidding. He played for Tampa Bay that year, too. So he must have gotten traded at, at the deadline. He played 66 games for Tampa Bay, eight for Montreal. He had 146 penalty minutes. Well, obviously, that would have been over his rating then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, clearly. But still, 146 penalty minutes for, you know, 70-some games. That's, I mean, that's, uh, 146 would have been one hell of a rating in ES Sports. 146 yeah. penalty minutes, though, back then, that wasn't bad. Right, no. that's that's one minor for, an, for a guy minor who's sort of playing, kind game. of sort of playing an enforcer role in a way. He could have won I mean, Lady Bing that year with only would, one. Minor <laughs> penalty. That's true. It's very true. You're not wrong in that. That's right. If you had around 100, 140 penalty minutes, you could be a Lady Bing contender as long as there's not a fight in there. Yeah. God, right? You know how great it would be if they made a trophy for the best enforcer, like lowest penalty minutes for enforcers. <sighs> By the you, way, that's 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 one of my. That's why my hearing was fucked. Hold on. That's why my hearing was <laughs> fucked up. Mark was looking at looking at the thing in his headphone. Uh, yeah. Amperage was coming off at the end. Okay. Oh. I thought yeah, I was going here. I thought I was having that. a stroke. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, I gotta no. I gotta probably switch headphones from the uh, yeah, I got the open ear so that I could hear if the, like you know any baby needed me. I don't need the open ear anymore. I could I should probably get should get some closed ear headphones. You guys can't listen. I got I got the I got the Ray J uh, earbuds. Total noise canceling. It's fantastic. Okay. Don't know what that meant. I got it with the rocket book. It's fantastic. I bought another rocket book, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, this one's an E5. Pele Eklund. Pele Eklund for the Flyers, Mark. <laughs> E5. What do you got for uh, the Trade Master General? Hmm. Uh, uh, 32. 32? Lyle? <laughs> Uh, 43. 43, Johnny. I kind of want to give him a six for the number of trades he actually broke. <laughs> um, let's give Pelly Eklund a 39. If you add Marks and Lyles together, you got it right. 75. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that wow. was actually closest then. Yeah, you were closest. Good job, Lyle. You did it. <laughs> closest is then you could just see it over the horizon, but I exactly. could see it before it's <laughs> Actually, uh, before so that, that actually <laughs> makes a lot of sense because that's just as close as Eklund made on any trade rumor. <laughs> can, I just, can I just say, by the way, Sportsnet still hasn't lived down that trade deadline show. You mean that the pizza, Boston Pizza Pizza Party show? Yeah, that yeah. continually is brought up every trade deadline by somebody, and everybody goes off on a ten-minute tangent about how what a train wreck that was. That you know, your guys' guesses were as close as the Kraken Bar and Lounge being up there for the <laughs> getting confused with the Kraken Bar and Grill. Um, all right, we'll go with uh, my the last one we'll do here. I'll do San Jose. Whoa, San Jose. San Jose. Uh, and uh, you know what? I think that um, ooh, we have to go with this one. Washington Capitals legend Rob Zettler. Uh, Rob yeah. Zettler. Rob Zettler. Lyle Rob Zettler. Washington Capitals legend. Forty-seven. after him. They did. <laughs> Johnny. Forty. Lyle says forty-seven. Uh, Rob Zettler. I am going to give a uh, uh, forty-one. Forty-one. Mark. I'll go fifty-one. All right, Lyle's closest room full of ash on your 45. Yay. Ah. Yeah, it's good times. Well, we've done it. Well, we relived some draft shows. We found new yes. punk bands to listen to. We had a good time, I think, on this one. We did. We did. The, the Face Off Hockey Variety Show. <laughs> yes. Uh, coming at you. 
Yes, which which is a selling point for for uh, ESPN and and Turner Sports because more you Turner know, Sports, we, we put variety into our hockey. I think shows. this is definitely more a Turner Sports show. Than yeah, it was it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I That's still a, want the cross promotion. Yep, we got to get on the uh, the Go Big show. I don't know what that is, um, but it sounds fantastic. Yes, it does. If the big Rob show Raymond is it does go there. big show, I feel like they're missing a golden opportunity at this point. The problem is it's going to turn into like a, a a dance battle, and everyone's like, "Go big show, go big show, go!" And it's <laughs> really weird. He breaks out some cardboard, does a spinner rooney, and everyone's just popped and ready to go. There you go. <laughs> it, it turns into uh, it turns into uh, uh, what's the uh, oh god, uh, Groovin three. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, no, yeah. There was definitely a point where for Halloween, I wanted to get the one-armed singlet and go out in, like, Fell's Point and be the little show. Here's the thing. What year was that? That was uh, probably, like, right after college. So Okay, good. People would like get that reference. 2003, 2004. If you were going to say, like, 2017, I'd be like, they probably would have thought you were uh, being Danny DeVito. From, no, no. I was going to go out and try to choke slam people, but I wasn't tall enough, so I couldn't <laughs> reach it. <laughs> and then people would be like, oh, it's the little show. <laughs> That'd be great. I would love that. <laughs> No, I, I, I missed my calling. You missed it just by that much. Yeah. <laughs> eBay wasn't a thing at that point. No. Well, it was. It just wasn't fast. <laughs> 14 day shipping a steal. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you don't get it in like 20 hours, everyone's yeah. just like, what's this? Oh, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you can have someone else make it and have it arrive at your house before you can make it yourself, it was, it was a good goodbye back then. Yeah. And we must say goodbye to Lyle Richardson. Lyle, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun as always. Um, maybe next week we'll figure out the bar situation, figure out what bars we went to and start a ranking system. There we go. Be I wonderful. look forward to it. I look forward to that more than finding out if, if Gordon, which which mom Gordon Bombay actually. actually. Oh, it's, he's going to try to bank Gilmore. I wish there was more than one mom. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. It's well, there was. Here. There was. The, like, he tried to show off, but then there was the one that was, you know, Nick's two moms. And the other ones were married and had their sons. And the one, the dad had the woman let, leave them. So, wow. you know what we're, we're going to do? We're going to do, we're going to shift all our Mighty Duck content to our OnlyFans. So I think it's going to be a really good <laughs> for everyone involved. Uh, I feel well, like just radio OnlyFans is going to be off the hook. <laughs> Rob, well, next week, guys. Bye, Take Lyle. Care. There he goes. Lyle SpectresHockey.net at SpectresHockey. Find him on his OnlyFans. I don't think he has one. Uh, if he does, that is. send that to what? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm out of the loop. Oh, okay. We'll clue you in in between recording. Perfect. In between shows. Yeah, in between shows. Uh, shout out to Johnny. I give a, uh, I give a shout out to a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. There's only a little bit of the bubbly left. Um, give a shout out to Wine Toppers. Nice. These things are the best. Um, yes, not bleeding. Um, I will give a diss to Maryland Weather. Mm. That uh, Maryland Weather is decently bipolar, and I know this, and it happens all the time. Um, but I, I, I'm not moving. So, um, and I will, uh, I will give a shout out to uh, Jet HL History Girl. There you go. Perfect. Mark? 
Uh, hmm. Shout out to actually, you know what? I'm gonna give a diss. Well, shout out a diss to GameStop. Oh, you you did, first of all, you what didn't let me stock? know that your stock was gonna go up, and I'm not. I'm not retired, uh, nor am I a billionaire right now. But second, uh, I pre-ordered a game last week. It's supposed to be here on Friday, on the day that it, it uh, released, and it's not arriving until this coming Friday. So what? Yeah. Game. So you know, did you get Animal Crossing too? I did not. I did not. It was near replicant. Which is a prequel to Near Automata. Oh, okay. It's a very, very good game. If you own a both are actually bands that played at that bar. Yes, they they are definitely uh, EDM uh, EDM bands. <laughs> I, I, ro- ironic that your copy of Near is so far. Mm. <laughs> mm. That is so good. So good. So good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Shout out to Scotty for that joke. That was good. <laughs> Gotta love this show. <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out to uh, shout out to Turner Sports. Uh, shout out to EKG readings being good. Uh, That's good. Good heart. Yeah. Good ticker. Yeah. Good heart. Uh, diss to the, the doctor who's like, yeah, you know, your chest x-ray is good. Your EKG is good. Still could have a blockage in your heart. Could kill you. Who's to say? <laughs> what? I mean, you, you get hit by a bus walking out of the, the office here. <laughs> Who knows? You don't know. Trip, fall, broken leg. Be like that UFC guy. Yeah. Um, shout out Turner Sports. Thank you for picking us up. Um, we appreciate it. Positive vibes out there. And if we say it. The crack and bar shows us that we can we can say no, but they signed us to a contract after they announced their deal. <sighs> Shout out to Iron Sheik too, the band and the wrestler. Love both of you. Uh, I haven't heard one of the other. I haven't heard one of two. You can decide which one. That's it. That's all. For Jenny P. Work with the CM Scotty Watts. Take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show. On the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, we're brought everywhere. Apple Podcasts, which we are 15th all time. We're dropped because, you know, numbers being as they are. Uh, but 15th all time. We're top 20 all time in Apple Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, keep, let's get those numbers up a little bit. Tell your friends. Tell two of their some friends. Five-star reviews out there. Yeah, let's get some five-star reviews out there. You know what we should do one night, though? Have you guys make, looked make at the one-star our... reviews on iTunes lately? No. <laughs> we should definitely read the one-star reviews up from iTunes. I th- Actually, you know what? I think I saw one on that chart that said they're self. That's like going to a band, your friend's band show, and it's self masturbatory for thirty minutes before <laughs> yeah. they get to the set. Not, not surprising. No, not, that, that's probably accurate. Not wrong either. Uh, to be <laughs> honest with you, that's that's our show. If you don't You're like, also it, from two thousand seven. Yeah. Why didn't Why didn't you Why did you listen to the rest of the two hours? Is what I'm gonna say. Um. Yeah, Facebook.com slash FOHS Radio, Twitter.com slash FOHS Radio, Instagram.com slash FOHS Radio, and Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. We will be recording maybe something afterwards. We don't know. We'll see how we feel, and then we'll go on from there. Uh, you guys have a wonderful week. We will talk to you again next time through. Till then, peace.